0: Hello and welcome to the Pretty Pixels podcast. I am one of your hosts, Joey Cronwell, here with Spartan019, Tab London. How are you doing, Tab?
1: <laughs> what? That's why, That's we, why we stopped. That's again? why we
0: stopped. <laughs> I asked you guys for your favorite three-digit numbers. I'm trying to be... You asked last week for nicknames. You were mad that I didn't have them. Now you're mad that I have them. What, you know what? Never mind. I'm not introducing Spartan number 101, Paul Grosskopf, or Spartan Woohoo! 666, Ron Kluwinski, because apparently... Were too whatever.
2: We
3: didn't need. To stop I think rec- they're fun. I think, y- Your Honor, I would like to testify that I find this is fun. Thank you. <laughs> we didn't need to stop recording for that though. You you're,
0: could have just edit it out. Uh, you're a good improv partner, Paul. You yes, and these other knuckleheads are like,
1: <laughs> well, we'll wait. But, but well, we it was the there. implementation, all right. Jeez.
0: I said, I said, stop for a second. Let me grab the notes. Ah. Anyways, You edited welcome. this. You didn't, we
2: didn't have to stop. You could have just we cut it all to, out. I don't
0: want to edit it. It's easier. Shut up. Let's move on. We <laughs> Remember have a, the theme of the episode. We have, stay positive. Stay positive. We have a big, <laughs> big show today. We have some news to go through. We want to talk about the results of the Game Awards and which one of us won with our predictions. And then we want to talk about our Games of the Year. So we have a lot to get to. Um, so very quickly, let's just get into the news real quick. Let's just, just jump right in. So uh, Ravensoft, the Activision Blizzard studio responsible for some of the Call of Duty games, just laid off 30% of its QA team, uh, 12 in total so far. Others that were reporting that they didn't know that they if they were going to be let go. Um, and all of these employees were in good standing, meaning they didn't have anything against them on their record. Um, they had previously been promised that positive changes were to come including pay increases and benefits. So they had been complaining about the poor work conditions and saying that they thought that they were underpaid. And the company kept saying, don't worry, changes are coming. Those changes came and they were, they got laid off. Um, Jason Schreier tweeted pointing out that Warzone generated 1.9 billion dollars last year. This is all via Washington post and polygon. So um, this goes to something that you were mentioning tab, when we were talking previously about how problematic the company was and how um they keep complaining about you know trying well we're making changes we're being positive we respect our employees and then they lay off a bunch of people
1: right
0: it's just like a vicious it's it's like
1: like, um, it's deep in the culture
0: yeah and they they want change and then when it's demanded of them they just let people go um you Mm -hmm. actually sent me another article today where one of the—I don't remember what they were—one of the execs from Activision yeah. um, sent out a memo internally saying, "Be beware of the consequences of signing your name to a union list." Right? Um, yep.
1: And basically, it was like we're making all the changes, and we still plan to like meet all these changes. So there's really no need yeah. to like go <sighs> and. Do the union thing,
0: right? Because if you do the union thing, then you're giving up your rights to bargain, and you know mm-hmm. no,
1: that's that's not how, that's
3: not how unions think it's for work. The best.
2: Actually, it's quite the opposite.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> wait. Corporations should police themselves. What? Yeah. Hmm.
0: It's. It reminds me of when I started work at this um this uh, superstore, uh, Meyer, which is like a, a Walmart or a Target, if you're familiar. Uh, I started work there, and the store director was was talking and I was I don't remember what I asked a certain question and he's like yeah oh and by the way we don't do unions here because we believe that we treat the employees good enough so that they don't need a union and that sort of set (laughs) off a little bit of a red flag and I feel like that's that was sort of the tone of the email was like why do you guys need a union you don't need it we're fixing stuff so it's like he's admitting that there are problems but he's just asking them to trust us just 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 trust us because that got you so far right that's what got you into the fucking situation is trusting them to not do those things and now you're like oh trust us to fix
1: it Mm. it's bullshit Mm -hmm. it is
0: bullshit but what's not bullshit is that sony is working on a code name uh, a project codenamed spartacus which is an xbox game pass style subscription service that will launch in spring of 2022 and offer a catalog of modern and classic games quote, the service will merge Sony's two existing subscription plans, PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, according to Bloomberg. So that's a pretty reputable reputable site. So what do we think about that? Is anyone how much for are
2: that? Y- how much are y'all willing to pay extra for PlayStation Plus to get that? Would
0: it be extra?
2: I think it would be extra.
0: I don't know, because their PlayStation Now service has supposedly been flagging
2: for a long time. But that's yeah, the but how much, how is much like, How much is that service though?
0: I think that's fifty a year. Like so fifty a
2: year, plus. and then fifty year for PlayStation Plus. So you think they're going to charge a hundred bucks? I don't think they're going to charge a hundred. I bet they'll charge seventy.
3: Like they'll bundle it somehow, or I think, well, I mean, they're yeah.
2: just gonna, they're just going to put it together. It's all just going to be one thing, like Xbox did. It's just going to be one yeah. thing, and then that's. I mean, what's what's uh, Xbox Live Ultimate or whatever it's called, like the the full isn't it
0: twelve ninety nine a month.
1: I think so. Yeah. I guess
0: that is a hundred that's yeah, that's like 150 yeah. almost. Holy shit. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Um I'm right I what I'm hoping for from it is that there will be more than what's currently offered. Um like yeah. PlayStation Now. On the one hand, I was surprised by how much was there, but it was that thing where it's like you learn about a new streaming platform and you get excited and you start looking for the stuff you actually want to watch and it's not there. And mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that there's more PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, PSP, PS Vita kind of games. But what do you guys? What do you guys want? What are you? What are you hoping for? I,
2: I definitely want like a bunch of like classic stuff that I don't have yeah. to like put a, to a system, hook a system up to try to play. Yeah. Um. Even though I'm only going to play them for like, oh yeah, that's cool, and then never play it again. <laughs>
3: yeah. So, I, I can tell you if they have the Sly Cooper trilogy available, I am so in, no matter the price. Did if you're not, listening, Sony, crank it up to two hundred dollars per month. It's all good. That, all editing, good for me. Don't, don't editing don't that give out, ideas, Paul. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, did they not already that release that as some sort of collection? <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to have to bust up my PS3 every. Okay, time so I to play but it,
2: they could so. put out the, they could put out the PlayStation Three version of that collection. So well, that's yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the thing is the PlayStation Three PSN store was amazing. Like they had a lot of classic hits, a lot of PS One hits, and stuff like that. And then they just never brought them to PS Four. And then the PS Five is using the same store as PS Four. And so my hope is that they're looking at the PS Three service, which they were going to discontinue recently, if you remember. Um, mm-hmm. PS Three and and PS Vita, and I think they did eventually uh, closed on PS Vita. And I'm hoping that that was a sign that they were going to shift a lot of that over to ps5 that's just just my hope
3: yeah well in all seriousness they just need to consolidate their store like yeah. i i don't know why they well they're probably there are maybe some complications to doing that but i think it, it just makes the most sense and yeah it, it's really frustrating that You know, to to play some of those older, like iconic, like Sly Cooper is like an iconic PlayStation, you know, franchise, but like, it's not what it's not available for the PS4, the PS5. Like, why?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's so interesting because in that era, Sony was so looking for like their mascot character um, because PlayStation one, they had uh, Crash Bandicoot and then in PlayStation two to PlayStation three, they were getting like Sly Cooper and Jackson, Jack and Daxter. So they were really trying and then i feel like they just sort of they have ratchet and clink still but what about these others you know Mm -hmm. they were really good um and then lastly uh masayuki uemura uh, lead architect of the nes and snes died at 78 and i feel like that's just that's not one of those names that are known but it should be like gunpei yokoi is it gunpei yokoi um who made the game boy had like his name is pretty like you know canonized i guess um but you don't hear a lot about umura but he did so much to make to make home consoles that could closer replicate the arcade experience than any other home console could at that time and i think it's something that we often forget now about how much nintendo really saved home video games they were completely given up on and you know the fad had passed especially in the united states Um, retailers wouldn't carry them nintendo had to basically rebrand their system as a toy um, and not as like a home video game console or home entertainment console Um, and then it totally reinvigorated the market and now we are you know the console infrastructure not infrastructure console economy is huge so anyone want to want to chime in
3: yeah, I mean, to make a console that you can keep in the back of your pickup truck for months on end <laughs> yep. and then plug in with your dad whenever you want to, and yep. it still works. Nice call it's back. incredible. Nice
0: right. Call back. Yeah, and you think about how amazing that is. like, oh, my system doesn't work? Just blow. Just blow on it or in it, and then it works. And then to sort of segue into what we've been playing, we have a bit of, of live reporting from the field from... from Spartan 019 tab. <laughs> You'll have to forgive me. There's
1: grenades going off. I can't quite hear you. Um, and we've been playing a lot of Halo, which has been a ton of fun. Um, I'll let you all speak more to that. But uh, in the process of playing, I I guess I didn't toggle the right thing and I'd left the the uh, fire team chat on or whatever. And when we load into a game, there was someone who was using a lot of racial slurs and yelling at people and just being a moron. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, I'll go report this. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way to fucking report. Yeah. Like they won't even show you in game who's talking. So I gathered who it was through like contextual, you know, kind of cues as we were playing. Um, That's fucking shitty. Yeah, and I really can't think of any reason why we should excuse them because this is a major developer and this is this is Microsoft. Like, there's no way to report people. Come on,
2: and and like Xbox has always had like a pretty good reporting system, like in the past. Mm -hmm. So like, why all of a sudden now? Yeah. not have that at all it's really weird
1: mm-hmm. and, and this is the same company that had reportedly major reservations about allowing um, twitch's app to be integrated with their system because twitch didn't have at the time good moderation practices right
0: Mm-hmm. and when they why are
1: they not looking at themselves <laughs>
0: when they were running mixer like that was a big part of that was they were mm-hmm. like close moderation like heavy moderation right. um, we want to make sure we people care are about safe the community. right and this this game was supposed to be ready over a year ago mm-hmm. so i understand that they they threw out a bunch of it like if i I think if i remember correctly it was like two-thirds of it they threw out completely but that's gameplay stuff like this is tied into Xbox Live, your service. Like, how right. do you not, you know, are you doing... And that makes me think that there must be some malicious or irresponsible this is reason intentional, behind intentional.
1: Yeah. Right? Uh, even to report cheating, you have to go, like, onto your browser and report through a specific site. Yeah. You can't do it from in-game.
2: What, what would what would be the ulterior motive? I, I can't think of, like, what would be, like, a reasonable excuse on like why to do something like that
0: my only thought is that like it's got to be to get people who are like that they know that there are a lot of toxic gamers who play first person shooters and halo games and stuff and so if you allow them to play for a little while well oh we're getting the report feature up and running then they'll be too hooked to stay away when they keep getting banned you know because they're going to get banned but if they're getting banned right off the bat they're going to be like well fuck this i'll just i just won't play anymore but if they've been playing for a few weeks or a couple months or whatever, and then you start banning them, then they'll probably, get, I'm guessing, be more likely to change their behavior because they want to keep playing.
2: That's, uh, not, how, that's not how that's people on the internet work at all. Yeah. <laughs> they'll just make a new account and do the same thing over and over again.
0: Well, at the very least, then they'll spend a few weeks or a couple months spending money on the battle no. pass and other stuff. Oh, okay,
1: maybe, yeah. 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 Regardless, whatever the reasons are, it's shitty Uh, just in practice that you can't
0: report. Yeah. But having said that, we have been playing um, Halo and liking it a lot. So Just um, turn
1: off the chat and then it's a joy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So do we want to talk about that? I think, I mean, we've all four been playing it. So um, I've been loving it. I think it is very much reminiscent of our time with Halo 3, Ron. Ron and I used to play Halo 3 all the time. We were deep into it like just really focused on trying to get our rank up and everything and playing all the time. And it was one of the few games that we played online, like a lot, like, like really dedicated a lot of time and everything.
2: And playing with um, randoms too. Like that was something yeah. we just never did.
0: Yeah. And the same thing here. Like we started out with bots and then tab was like, do you guys want to play with strangers? And I think we were all sort of reluctantly like, yeah, sure, that's okay. <laughs> and then we started jumping. Granted, we've only been playing the big um, the big maps. What are they called? The big yeah. big team battles. Big battle. big, battle, battle. big team yeah. battles, yeah. Um, because we can sort of get lost in the fray. But we've all been doing well. Like we always all all, mm-hmm. all end up in like the top third, maybe the top quarter, sometimes even like the top few people. So I feel pretty good about that. Because one of the things I was so terrified about is like, ah. I'm so old. These youngins are gonna get in there, and I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Those reflexes. Not really.
1: We make up for the reflexes with our wisdom. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, it's been a lot of fun. Um, and especially for me, like I, I played Halo One and Two, and had a ton of fun with those games. And so coming back to the franchise after so long. It's just been really great. Um, And then, of course, having like a dedicated sort of like crew to play with definitely eases the any like social anxiety. Um, But Joey and I were talking earlier, like kind of want to jump into ranked and just kind of see where we place. I think that could be interesting. Um, But I do want to see more maps with the uh, the bigger battles. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it's pretty limited. Yeah, I'm really hoping that they'll add more maps pretty soon. Um, Even if you have to pay for them, if it was like, $5 per classic map, I'd probably buy a few. They're not, they're They're.
2: They're. I don't think they're going to make people pay for that stuff. No, yeah,
0: but I'm saying even if they did though, I would, I would, I would do it. Maybe. But, um,
2: I'm already thinking about paying $10 for a stupid battle pass. Don't make me pay for (laughs) maps too. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Um,
0: you wouldn't want to play the one with the big fan. I keep forgetting the beach, the beachhead or something. I mean, I do know.
2: You know what though? That's not like my favorite, favorite map though. Like, uh, though. It was fun, but I mean, I guess it would be more fun with more people. Um, I can't even. My favorite map, I think, is the uh, uh, like the warehouse one with all the like shipping containers, like the training center, like that close. Yeah, what was that called? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what they're calling either. They're all forgettable names. Been so. It's been eighty-four years.
0: Um. (laughs) We just played it earlier this year. Has anyone played the campaign? I keep wanting to. I just haven't had time to jump in because when I do play, we play multiplayer. So, Mm -hmm. Tab, you played a little bit of it, didn't
1: you? I have started the campaign. Um, I have not gotten very far at all, but what I've played has been really good. Um, It's definitely something that I'm going to tackle once final grades are posted. Um, But for now, I'm pretty content playing multiplayer because you can kind of get in, get out, you know. Does anyone have
0: a favorite mode?
1: I like capture the flag.
2: Yeah, I like capture the flag more than I thought mm-hmm. I would. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The seed one. I don't mind the others. Yeah, the seed one's Sorry. seed ones fun, but it's kind of just like, I don't know. I feel like without the communication of a team, like a whole team, it's kind of it's kind of hard to do that one where it's capture the flag. You know where everything's going. Um, yeah. What are the other it's then Slayer and what's the other one? Uh, oh, the zone like, the zone, zone protection yeah. one. Zone. Total control. Total, total control. control. Yeah. And that one, Slayer. Total control, actually. Like I usually hate King of the Hill like more than Capture the Flag. Um that one I, I dig a bit. I think it's because it's mm-hmm. multiple zones and not just like one zone the entire time.
3: And they change throughout the match, which yeah. is nice. Yes.
0: I think I Tab and I were just talking about this. We played a few rounds before we started. I really like every mode when we win. And when, we, <laughs> <laughs> when we lose, I'm like, I fucking hate that mode. I knew it. I, hate, I fucking hate total control. But then we won one, and it was so close and so thrilling. And I was like, man, actually, it's exciting. I, actually, it's not bad. I kind of like that mode. I think seeds uh, is my
2: is my least favorite. I think that's like out of, out of all of them, kind of like me you know, whatever.
0: There's a, yeah, there's a lot of things to grab. Like with the flag, there's only one flag. So like it feels like there's less responsibility. So like if someone grabs a flag, you just have to protect them. Um, whereas with the seeds, there's so many seeds. And like like you said, Ron, like we're not communicating with people, so we don't know what they're doing. And I'm like, I guess I'll go for a seed, but then no one's protecting me. So it's like, it, it's just more of a clusterfuck. So I, I
2: still I think we should all go into one of the, go into that one with the hole in the middle and just grab all the seeds and just chuck them in the hole <laughs> and see what happens.
0: And then just start teabagging. Yep. yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the chat for that yeah, let's one. Just go, let's just
2: go oh. troll. Let's go troll a match. That'd be great.
0: Yeah. Um. Anything else about Halo before we quickly move through the rest of
2: what we've been playing? Mm.
3: It's fun. Mm. I like it.
2: It is. It's fun. A lot more. A lot more fun than I thought it was going to be.
3: I do wish if um, this is a small thing, but if you unlock a color palette, it should be available across all of your armors, and that's just like a little, Mm. little teensy detail. Three four three industries or whatever. If you're listening, Um, yeah, just patch that in. That'd be great.
0: They're
2: not going to.
3: It is really (laughs) frustrating because
0: like people complained about the fact that you couldn't, you wouldn't get any experience for for playing for losing right or just playing um and i agree that sucks they have fixed that now you get rewards no matter what um which is cool but i do still think that the progression system is kind of like back for blood man just a li- not not the same kind of it, annoying and frustrating it's just a drag
1: it's far less frustrating it's just it's yeah. just
0: that there's they, it's like they they itemized everything it's like yeah sh- one shoulder
3: piece two you get yeah. the other and the older shoulder <laughs> that's piece, but... the most <laughs> egregious example by far yeah. left shoulder another level right <laughs> yeah. shoulder it's the same so wait yeah. do the
2: uh, i got to ask though now do the shaders on the shoulders do they go for both of them or is you got to unlock one then you unlock the shader for the other so you have one <laughs> shader that's one color Working to get that other color. <laughs> At this
0: point, I wouldn't be surprised.
3: <laughs> my right my right shoulder can be any color I want it to be. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or like we bought one of the um, Halo Championship uh, series armors. And I was excited because I, I was thinking in my mind, it was when we first started, I was like, oh, I'm buying like that paint. You know what I mean? Like that palette. And so I can go change the armor and it'll keep that. Pa- no, no, no. You're buying this very one specific outfit basically um none of that transfers none of the pieces none of the palette anything so i was like that's kind of that kind of sucks but for a thousand credits too you know because now now it's a it's i look like one of the people supporting that that clan and i'm like i don't even know who the clan is it's just (laughs) cool armor you know well
2: are you proud to be an american joey
0: proud that was a free one we all got that one except for Ron.
3: I didn't, Ron I didn't.
2: I, a my, my account is untainted.
0: How dare yeah, you. Yeah,
3: well, and to prove that the changes we're suggesting with the palettes are possible, that palette exists across every conceivable armor in the game. Oh, right? really? Oh, so wow. Yeah. Gross. Including the samurai one, which is impossible to get because <laughs> I didn't play the week <laughs>
0: that it was there. So, ugh. These patriotic sons of bitches. Um, so... Like I said, we'll probably have to move quickly through what we've been playing because we do have a lot of game, a lot of game of the year stuff to get to. Uh, I'll go first. Then I've been finishing up Jurassic World Evolution two. I'm almost done with the challenge modes. I'm on like the last one. I just need like two more dinosaurs to unlock and I'll be done. Um, I've played uh, Sakura Succubus three. Um, it's tidalicious as the other ones have been. Um, <laughs> And I think that's it. I, I want to start Metroid Samus Returns. I have, I brought up my D, my 3DS and I'm so excited. And I'm like, oh, I downloaded a Princess Peach skin and everything, or like a theme. And I just haven't, you know, even though it's handheld and I could play it whenever I want, I just haven't really had time. So hopefully I'll get to that soon. But Paul, what have you been playing?
3: So I beat Far Cry 6 finally, which I was very thrilled with. Yay. Um, had a really good time i did have that thing though as i was wrapping up some of the side stuff i was doing like i i suddenly discovered like weapons and things that i wish i'd used my entire playthrough but i didn't until the very end so there's like this awesome like automatic shotgun that is so good and i finally started using it and it, the, the game then just like ended like maybe 2 days yeah. after i i sort of discovered it so I wish yeah hopefully there'll be some there's like a Stranger Things Far Cry crossover thing happening so okay. maybe if um there's some 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 DLC where I can I can use those weapons that would be great. Uh, then yeah the only other big thing is I started Demon Souls on the PS5 Ooh. which I have been wanting to play but much like a, any you know great Nintendo game it has not been dropping in price until fairly recently so I I snagged it on Black Friday, and yeah, it is awesome. It It, it is so gorgeous and super fun, and uh, yeah, I've been having a great time with that.
0: You said when we were playing Back for Blood that Back for Blood was harder than the Soulsborne games?
3: A thousand percent. Oh, really? man, Eas- it makes easily- me...
0: Because now I want to play, because I bought Demon. I, I, It was one of those purchases where I got a PS5 and I was like, oh, it's one of the only PS5 games. So I bought it and I'm like, I haven't played it because I'm like, oh, it's going to be so hard. But if Back for Blood is harder, then. We're yeah. Start.
3: No, it's like yeah, back for back for blood is way harder, which is like I think back for blood is like broken hard right now. So like take that with a grain of salt, I guess. But oh, like, wait
2: until they yeah. release that new difficulty yeah. level next month. Or this <laughs> oh my month, god. I'm sorry. Oh my god!
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I can't. Like I, I'm gonna projectile vomit <laughs> if I think about a mode harder than nightmare Hi. right now. But no, it's super good. The only thing I would suggest for anyone hopping into Demon Souls is um looking at like some beginners like sort of tips online just because the from software they're notorious for not including like um like a really comprehensive tutorial in the beginning of their games and like for some people that's like the appeal like i want to discover it i am not one of those people i want to kind of know how how some of like the 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 leveling stuff and other things work ahead of time but uh yeah no i i've been loving it yeah and if you got started playing it joey i would be absolutely thrilled
0: Yeah, I will probably soon then. Um, Tab, what have you been playing?
1: I've been playing Halo and Lawn Mowing Simulator.
0: Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Missing summer already, huh?
1: (laughs) I saw it on the Xbox and I was like, now is my time. (laughs)
2: You got to have have another game to play on the Xbox besides Halo. That's what you're saying? Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) With with Lawn Mowing Simulator, can you choose between like a riding mower or like a push mower or...
1: If there's a push mower, I haven't unlocked it yet.
2: The
0: old but squeaky. But there are a couple
1: different kinds of like, you know, yeah, is, ride is there mowers. a manual mower got a push yeah, mower forth. Like, <laughs> Those things are actually
2: super efficient. Or yeah. a scythe. Yeah, I was, I
3: was just going to make that joke.
0: You're reaping the. <laughs> the
1: well, I stress. saw. Uh, I
0: saw like on TikTok. These are all ideas for
1: DLC. <laughs> on TikTok, I've
0: seen scythe videos where people have like, they're like, you just keep it sharp. And they just like one swipe takes down like a huge swath of grass. It's fucking amazing! Wow. Yeah, I don't know how I ended up on Scythe TikTok, but um. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but
0: you
2: had some death cosplay or something.
0: Is there <laughs> is there a snowblower simulator? Because I feel like that's is starting to be the season.
1: Not that I know of, but that would be perfect.
0: <laughs> um, what else? What else have you, have you been playing?
1: That's that's it for me. Oh, okay,
2: Ron. Um. Just playing more Grand Theft Auto Versatile. Uh, I got all the uh I'm in Vice City right now. I got all the packages, all the unique jumps, all the rampages, and all that stuff. I'm doing all the property asset stuff and slowly working my way through the story. And I'll probably have it 100 percented by next week, probably. Damn. Uh, on the San Andreas, Ooh, and that's a uh, dang. That's a that's a different story. I've never hundred percent of San Andreas because there's so much to do in that game. So
0: there's a lot. Did you ever no, did you ever hundred percent GTA five?
2: Uh I did I did on three sixty. I never did it on the, the PS5. Oh, damn. Um wow. did I wait, hold on, did I I might have. I can't remember honestly. I will do a little th- I I I extended one again like an idiot on the PS5. <laughs> I'll I'll make sure to do it that time so 5.5 um
0: sorry paul were you gonna say something
3: oh no i was just very impressed oh yeah (laughs) yeah, you're you're moving through them so i mean i used (laughs) to i
2: used to play those games like all the time and i would constantly like try to like break it and get through it as quickly as possible almost almost speed run it but i'm not that good uh but they yeah. seemed so huge back in the day, though. They like, did.
0: Through, I, that's, you know, I would have been like, you played this forever, and you're like, oh, 100% that, of it. That's
2: one of the things that I've <laughs> gone back and, like, realized, like, these are really short games. Like, you could yeah. you could probably, like, beat the storyline in a day and a half. Damn. If you really just chugged through it, so. Chug, I chug. I'm like, I think I'm, like, 20 hours on Vice City almost right now, total, but a lot of that just sitting at the pause screen, like, looking at videos and stuff like that, so. Right.
0: All right, so we talk about the game awards.
2: Should we? Yeah. Do we so,
0: have to? <laughs> so we, <laughs> three of us watched they them. the end. <laughs> yeah, three of us watched them t- together last night. Paul, did you get a chance to watch them?
3: Yeah, I watched um, all of the trailers that they released. I saw all of the winners, and then I watched. There was like a couple of like highlight videos. I didn't watch the entire ceremony, but I saw little snippets of it.
0: So a couple of weeks ago, we went. We did our predictions show. Where we walked through all of the categories, we guessed who we thought would win, who we wanted to win, um, and then we have we have a winner now. did you guys did anyone write down who wrote everything, who who guessed everything? Okay, so then, bad news, everyone. I won. Yeah. I don't know if yeah, that's anyone my, that's what I figured. Don't go <laughs> yeah. back and listen to the episode where <laughs> we guessed those things. No, um, we don't have a lot of time because we want to talk about our games of the year in as much detail as we can. Um, so I'll, I'll just go through the main categories. Game of the year. It takes two. One. None of us guessed that. That was kind of a shocker. Um, best game direction. Death Loop. Paul, you got that one. Best narrative. Guardians of the Galaxy, kind of a shocker. None of yeah. us guessed that one. Uh, best Art Direction, Death Loop. Tab got that one. Uh, best Score in Music, Near Replicant. Again, a surprise. None of us guessed that one. Um, and then, yeah, I won't go through the rest of them, but we had you know, some, some good showings uh, in terms of who won in a fairly distant last place. One, Mr. D. Joey Crundwell, myself. <laughs> Where you uh, belong? Sad, sad showing. I got eleven. Oh, <laughs> I got eleven points. I was hoping for game of the year. I was like, if I get game of the year, I'll still be in last place, but it'll look real close. I did not get game of the year, so I had eleven points. Tab and Ron tied for second place with sixteen points, and what a pretty comfortable, cushy lead, Paul won with nineteen points. So yeah! congratulations!
4: Woo-hoo!
0: So jo-
2: Joey pointed out the the math. The only way you would have not won is like it was basically between you and me because if if uh, you if you guys had picked game of the year, Tab would still be behind you because you both picked the same one. Yeah, so if I would have gotten, I would have squeaked ahead by one point.
3: Oh yeah. shoot! It was so tight. you got you got yeah. lucky there. Run well, I. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm shocked because I thought every possible opportunity I picked the artful escape and I didn't see it winning <laughs> anything. Right. So I was like, "Uh oh, <laughs> not looking good for yeah. all the poison. <laughs> yeah, no, you got you
0: got some really big ones. You got um, you got one three point one, and there were only two of you that got the three point ones. But you got one, two, three, four, five, six two point one. So that's, I think that's
2: what that's a good chunk. That's what did it. Yeah. And I just love that you just picked most of it just as like, that looks cool. Yeah. You're like, there's a dog in that one. And I was like,
0: (laughs) and I'm over here like, hmm, well, on this podcast, they said this and I value Uh, it. On
2: these analytics. Yeah.
0: No, a lot of the other podcasts hadn't talked about it yet. So I listened to the podcast afterwards and I was like, shit. Damn, why didn't we wait? Because now, (laughs) but they were wrong too. A lot of them didn't guess the things. And I think that's part of the thing is like, I, I just don't, I still don't really understand like who's voting in these things and what they are valuing. Um, because every year it surprises me and not necessarily in a good way. The things that win. Um, the Elden Ring I, one
2: was the most bullshit, the most anticipated uh, game. <laughs> that was, for two years was in like, a
0: row. And it's about to come out.
2: Most anticipated game, Elden Ring. Oh, by the way, we just happen to have a trailer. You want to yeah. see it?
0: There was so much bullshit. It was three hours long. And it's like they were award segments, and we've complained about this in the past, where they just skimmed through them. They were like, "Here, are the, here are the awards. We're not even going to give them the respect to read their names out. Here's oh. just the list on the screen. You can read. Here's who won. Yeah.
1: And they would do like four or five in a row. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. Next. Right. World premiere. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And <laughs> not even crappy. just world premiere. Just all these commercials too, where it's like, and, and again, not that I dislike any of these companies, but like Nintendo would be like, "Here's a bunch of indie games." that have already been out, you know what I mean? And it's like, I guess that's cool, but like, that's not what, it's the game awards. For me, part of it is branding. If you want to change it to like the game show or something like that and have it just be like this showcase, that's fine. But when you say it's the game awards and you pitch yourself as like, we're doing this to highlight and, and pay tribute to the hardworking developers, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, Oh yeah, by the way, best music, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? You can't call it the game show because
2: it's already E3 and Jeff Keighley's already been, pushed away from that so he That's can't true. do that
0: yeah but he has a summer it of games feels too. like true.
1: a rich guy throwing a party yeah <laughs> and it's not very interesting
2: yeah i will well, say there better. and they don't know why they're there they're just <laughs> i did i do i do have to i have to say i love the enthusiasm of keanu reeves in that video <laughs>
0: i don't even yeah. what did you call it enthusiasm <laughs> he, he would no he, he
2: was he was well, i mean like he was just like he was having fun.
0: He was hamming it up. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Moss was very yeah.
2: serious. And he was just like, <laughs> doing right. all hand yeah, motions the while she's talking, <laughs> while the camera cuts, you could still see his hands moving in her frame. It's pretty great. And that's
0: the thing is there were more celebrities there this year. And part of me was like, because they would show something and I'd be like, uh, how much did they pay them to put that up there? How much, how much are they getting paid to like highlight this thing? And then they would show a celebrity and I'm like, well, that's where the money went. You know what I mean? Like, Sting opened the fucking show. The game awards.
1: Why?
2: I mean, you they did also get Imagine Dragons, too. So if, they,
0: if, oh. if Sting was gonna like scat the Super Mario theme, I think that would be different. But he sang like one of his songs. You know what I mean? Like What
2: song did he sing? I, I missed that. I don't that.
0: know. It was terrible. It wasn't I'm not I'm not anti Sting. Sting is fine. Very talented guy. All that stuff. But like I did not like the song that he played.
2: I wish it was The Wrestler instead. I would have have been more entertained.
0: (laughs) Um, All right. Congrats, Paul, on your win. It was a big, big win.
3: We're going to have to... Do it again next year, please. You have 30 seconds. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm so excited (laughs) and honored. And uh, if there's anything I can attribute my success to, it's uh, electric guitar and um, (laughs) names of streamers and uh, esports coaches (laughs) that you find hilarious. (laughs) By the
0: way, they gave most of those out during the pre-show. So like the game Mm -hmm. awards. Oh, let's pay tribute to games. Let's just get. Let's just throw a bunch of them out in the pre-show. Fuck that, man.
2: Um, the the yeah. song he sang was What Could Have Been from uh, the uh, Arcane Le- League of Legends uh, animated series soundtrack. So what he the did, fuck? He did a song right, for what? that. Okay. So, okay.
0: I guess it was game-related, but...
2: <laughs> it was game-related in the sense that they opened their checkbook and paid Sting to sing a song about it
3: yeah <laughs> yeah there, there's just it's what we've been saying but there's a world in which they could have like highlighted again people that you wouldn't see like for example in all of, like the the press ahead of a game coming out or like you know like they could do like lifetime achievement wards for like older sort of yes. figures in the industry yeah. Yeah. that like yeah. um have, have done so much because like as you say like with um that Nintendo architect who just passed away, like, I didn't even know who that was, and it feels like the Game Awards could be a place where we're, we're highlighting some of these, these people who, yeah, you wouldn't hear about in a lot of other places, and it's just, it, it feels like a big missed opportunity to me.
0: They gave someone an award like that last year, didn't they? It was someone who worked for Atari. It was a woman. I can't remember who it was. Unless I'm thinking of a different award show.
1: That was probably their way of showing diversity and inclusion for right. the year.
0: Like they did this year where they were like, mm-hmm. look at all these little high you know, high gloss, highly polished clips. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I wish I, I like watching it. I like watching it with you guys. It was a lot of fun to make fun of a lot of it. But every mm-hmm. year I'm left being like, I wish you were better. Like you're not even close to being like what you should be. So I don't know. I'll probably watch next year. I'll hate watch next year as well. <laughs> but, um, Let's do we a can, hate we, watch. Yeah, party. we can all hate yeah.
2: watch. We can we could record yeah. that and make that the podcast too. Yeah, a nice yeah. three hour long podcast. Three hour oh,
0: long podcast, mm-hmm. no commercials, baby. I mean it's it's all um, it's all
2: one commercial, so
0: Yeah, let's put that on the calendar so we can all dread that for twelve months. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, ah, oh, it's already July. God. Oh man, it's coming <laughs> up.
2: <laughs> We're
0: coming up to the
2: Chris around the corner uh, and you know what that means, so is the game awards. <laughs>
0: um But okay, of awards so let's speaking of oh Ron, thank you. Yeah. That was an excellent segue, perfect. Thank you. Uh, Let's talk about our personal games of the year. Yeah. So we're going to go through our top five favorite games. Again, favorite games. These are highly subjective. We're not trying to make some kind of grand statement argument kind of thing here. Um, You can disagree. Everyone probably has their own top five list. Um, For my part, we mentioned we were talking about this before the show. I was trying to personally choose games that um, were released brand new in 2021. So in my mind, that's a 2021 game. But that's not a, a stipulation that the rest of the group had to follow. That's just my own thing. So, we're, but we are still looking at games that came out in 2021. So, our favorite games released in 2021, and then we'll talk. We'll go through some silly categories for awards that we're gonna we're gonna give out. Um, but the way that we'll do this is we'll just work backwards. Paul, you mentioned that your list isn't like in any kind of order, which is totally fine. Um, but we'll just go in order backwards uh, through it, whichever order you want to go in. Um, starting with number five, and then we'll go to number one. So, Ron, would you like to kick us off? What's your number? Oh, geez, you were you walked you game. walked
2: away when I uh, made the uh, point that I realized I did not play many new games this year.
0: <laughs> so, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. <laughs> yeah, um,
2: yeah. So, I yeah, I totally like have not been playing any new games. I've been just like playing a bunch of stuff that I've like already played a lot. Um, so I guess let's go, let's, let's say top three because that's probably the most I've played this year as new games. Um, uh, I guess it would have, well, we can do top five. We'll, we'll put the Grand Theft Auto definitive edition at number five because it is broken, but I, you know what? Still fucking Grand Theft Auto still plays the same. Everything still feels the same. So looks really good. Could have looked better. Yeah, it's but, a whole package. You know, it's still, yeah, it is. And it, 60 bucks may be a little pricey, but you know what? I'm still having fun with it. Still plowing through them. So I'll probably... I was going to
0: say, the fact that you played it so much back in the day and you're still playing through it and 100%ing it, that's, and that's how testament. many
2: And how many times have I rebought in those games you know, and yeah. on the PlayStation, Xbox, uh, PC, uh, I bought the mobile ports because I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, I've bought them so many times. For what reason exactly? Why? I don't, why did I do that? anybody You gotta, don't want to pay anybody? Got answer for a,
0: for a Halo map? <laughs>
2: <laughs> because I'm too um, busy being an idiot. Well,
0: so what's your favorite of the three?
2: Um, so going back, I, I haven't touched San Andreas yet, but uh going back and playing like three in Vice City so far, um. A lot of the jokes and storyline stuff don't hold up very well. Um, I've already mentioned to Joey about some of the stuff that's said in those games that would not be uh, very PC today. Um, so, yeah. And also, too, like, stories... I mean, GTA 3, I wouldn't put it as a, a great story. In, in general, it was always kind of just like a meh. Uh, but Vice City, I do remember like being like, oh, this is really cool, and then going back and playing it now, it's like, this is really overacted. Like a lot of the stuff, I mean, mm-hmm. they had a, like a huge star-studded cast and it was always kind of like, like, I think it was more blown away by that rather than the actual storyline and stuff like that. It's it's okay. So I would say probably... It was... What? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go no, ahead. You first.
0: I was going to say it was amazing at the time. Like Hollywood actors did not make video games. Like you had a couple of examples, like Bruce Willis made a game called ODT on the PlayStation. There's like a few examples, but...
2: ODT? You mean one?
0: I... Th- Was it one?
2: It was one.
1: What's whatever it
0: was? Yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's a PlayStation One game. Um, He was also an apocalypse. I think it stood for or die trying. Apocalypse is what I'm thinking of. That's because his face is mapped in the game. Oh yeah,
2: ODT. Uh, uh, ODT is a different game. But yeah, but I mean also, but 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 to have like a full star-studded cast, not just like Mm -hmm. one person. It was like Rayliota, uh, Louis Guzman, uh, uh. jenna jameson it? She Jenna in there? jameson's in it uh dennis mm-hmm. hopper uh lee majors um tom sizemore's in it like right huge 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 cast of people and then like a huge licensed soundtrack which was like to have that much as it did at that time was like mind-blowing so yeah but yeah That's, so far yeah. storylines like eh, not that great <laughs> so well, that's cool. I'll just say by default probably San Andreas because I do remember like making a lot more uh, after the fact too. So okay.
0: So my number five is Halo Infinite, um, which was sort of surprising to me because I f- I almost feel like it's stealing a slot because I haven't played the campaign yet, but I'm so excited by it and so excited by what we've played and I don't feel like it's like there are some things that it's like it's sort of imperfect. But I'm just so, like, I'm excited to play. Like, Tab was like, do you want to play a little bit before the podcast? And I was like, damn, we don't got a lot of time. But, yeah, like, I want to fit a few in. And if you guys want to play afterward, I'm like, yeah, I want to play. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, I, I just want to play. And it's so easy to jump in. Um, it feels so comfortable. I feel like we're really finding a rhythm with the gameplay. It's beautiful. I was really worried about that after the trailer they showed, like, a year ago. Um, it feels so smooth. The music, the sound, all of that is great. So, yeah, Halo Infinite is my my number
2: five. Yeah, the sound design in that game is nice. amazing. I love it so much. Yeah,
0: yeah, the sound of the the armor when you when your when your armor goes down and then
2: deep dee, dee, yeah. oh, oh, I love the I love the so sound nice. of the flag, like the the when the flags get captured, like that, just that, yeah. like oh, siren horn. It's pretty great. I did a terrible job that we should cut that out.
0: (laughs) I'm just going to insert another sound effect. It's like, honka, honka. Insert the actual sound. Yeah. Wow, Ryan, that's very impressive. (laughs) Sounds just like it. Um, Tab, what's your number five?
1: All right. So I want everyone who's listening to know that before we started recording, Joey and I were talking over Halo. And one of the things he said was, be positive. So you're not supposed to cut in. You're not supposed to to bitch about someone's choices. So Joey, remember your own words.
3: Um,
1: (laughs) Coming in at number five for me is Returnal. Hmm. Returnal uh, was the first PS5 game that I played this year. And I think it really showcased what the new console could do. Um, The atmosphere is so exciting and moody, and it's just immersive in this sometimes um, intangible kind of way that a lot of games fail to kind of come close to, Uh, and then adding on top of that the music and the sound design, absolutely excellent. Um, The way that the game took advantage of the DualSense uh, controller, you know, from how like the triggers were implemented, there was like a half trigger and then a full trigger, and then just like being able to feel like the rumbles in the environment and even like the, the fucking rain, like the pitter-patter of the rain on your suit. Um, all of that was just excellent. Uh, now of course, this is the part where I can acknowledge that the game is not perfect and I can I, can, I think I can still praise it though, like the potential is there, I'm just disappointed that there are intentional design elements that kind of block players like me from advancing further in the story. Because what I did play before I hit that kind of wall of frustration of I just can't get seem to get better, I can't seem to to advance um, was amazing. So for me, Returnal is this beautiful and stunning game, and it's one that like I think about frequently. Um, so I can't forget it, but I also can't forgive it to a certain degree.
2: <laughs> uh, so it's a roguelike, right? Or roguelite, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. played, um, I played rogue legacy back in the day and I definitely hit like a point where I was just like, I can't, I can't, I can't progress any further. And mm-hmm. I put it down for yeah. a couple months and then I'm like, ah, oh, you don't we just pick it back up. And as soon as I picked it back up, I figured it out. Mm-hmm. So, and I was able to finish the game. So I would say probably just put it down for a little while and come back to it and you might yeah. be able to just, it, it It does, like, they do wear on you. That's, like, one of the problems with, mm-hmm. that I don't like them as much is because yeah. they do wear on you if you bash your head against it too much and it's just like, I yeah. can't do this anymore. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. mm mm-hmm
0: yeah just to defend myself a little bit, I would never say anything negative I'm teasing you
1: <laughs>
0: about someone's preference, like you can like something i've never I've never played the game i can't I can't you know my my only thing about that game was again, like when people are objectively like. I know. game of the year kind of thing but that's my own yeah, yeah. My
1: own but I can't deny like the world of that game is fucking amazing it
0: looked so beautiful when we saw it it's at E3 amazing. yeah when we saw it at E3 it was immediately on my radar because I'm like it looks so atmospheric it reminds me of, of Metroid in a way like it looks so mm. atmospheric the graphics look so the particle effects and lighting effects were amazing so yeah I, I love that you love it I, I'm still planning on playing it eventually to try it out um, I just I'm probably not going to have that same level of patience of like Once I start getting to that point, I'll probably just, but that's fine. Like I'll enjoy, like you did enjoy what I, what I did play. So Mm -hmm. Paul, what's your number five, sir?
3: Yeah. So I will begin my list by saying I, I did not include Halo Infinite only because I feel like I haven't, I just felt weird. I haven't experienced like the campaign or a lot of it yet. So I am, you know, if it, when it doesn't show up on my list, I am loving it. I think it's great having a great time it's just not on it so sorry Same for me sure <laughs> yeah, yeah yes but it's great i love it i think it's great so with that in mind my number five is is demon souls um interestingly sure. and it came out um for in fairness it is 2020 but i did not even have a ps5 at the time when it came out because they were notoriously hard to get so yeah, i feel it. like yes <laughs> it, it We'll we'll let this one um you know pass over the plate and hopefully all be well. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I I love it. I am a big fan of from software games. I have never. I I the thing is is like this is like. Ahead of Dark Souls, this is like their first stab into the, that sort of like genre. And I just thought I was never going to be able to play it because it, it looks so dated and it's kind of removed from the rest of the series. But um, Blue Point did a beautiful sort of, it's not even like, it's not, I wouldn't even say a remaster. It's just like largely, it, it's like a remake with like so many of the core elements still present in it but it looks gorgeous it's the first like to me it feels like the first like true ps5 game i played and that it just yeah it's it's absolutely um stunning to look at The, the the music is is great The yeah the haptic feedback on the controls and like combat and stuff like feels really really good uh i love the the combat the kind the lore that they build into their worlds like i think like their their level design and sort of the um the the, the bigger sort of stories they make like through that are, are just phenomenal and yeah I, I i love it a lot so i've been i've been having a really great time with it
0: awesome yeah this is definitely one that i i i own and i want to check out so and i heard the same things like that it was beautiful the controls were really great so i hope to get to that one as well
1: Paul, is that a game that you would... Let me watch you play.
3: Yes, one hundred percent. As long out, as you I don't watch mind you. watching. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you sing, um, I'll be watching you. Uh, you know, do your best sting impression, right. bringing sting yeah, back. back. No. All right. Nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we're looping back. No. Yeah. Of course. I. I will. You will see me die. Probably a fair, a fair amount. Um,
1: or or get lost.
3: You know. Some I just of the... think it'd be
1: interesting to not just only see the game but also your um interaction with it and and your reactions because you know so much about like the lore with that franchise um yeah yeah. well
3: well, that would be i would love that that sounds super fun and um what's cool about it too is it's um i i i was introduced to a lot of like like concepts or like characters or like specific things that i thought had originated in the original dark souls but they're present all the way back in this game and i just had like no idea and it's just yeah it's really really neat in that way
0: that's awesome have you played god of war for the playstation
3: yeah I, i love that game
0: i heard people comparing the difficulty to that is that are they even similar in the same ballpark
3: Yo, yeah for okay. sure um, see yeah I feel
0: like I'm so scared to play it like it's gonna be so hard and then like halo like we were so scared and I'm like I'm gonna be terrible and we're fine we're, we're good so
3: right yeah I think it just gets such a it, it gets such a bad rep for for a lot of reasons that in the spirit of positivity we need not go into but um <laughs> I think yeah as long as like I said um you 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 do your own tutorializing you know by going uh, online before you get started with with uh, the game, just like like just like some of the basic stuff. Like like World Tendency, which is this this mechanic in, in Demon Souls where if you You die, or if you kill a boss, it like changes the quality of the world. Like I wouldn't have no idea how that worked unless I looked it up. But Hmm. like I just watched a couple of like videos ahead of doing it, and I felt like that was enough to kind of get me in there. So that's the one thing I would say. I think God of War is probably better about like actually showing you how to play the game, which (laughs) you know is something I like, anyways. But (laughs) yeah,
0: no, I think it's yeah. So I'll definitely have to to look up a video, Um, Ron. Numafia.
2: uh let's see. If I'm gonna go here, I would probably say Jackpox. Jackbox Party Pack Eight. Uh, I've been playing or that a lot. With what?
0: The Quarantine Edition Jackpox.
2: Jackbox. Jackpox. <laughs> Jackpox. <Party laughs> <Box. Thanks.
0: laughs> Sorry, Jackbox, Party Pack, Party Pack
2: Eight. Uh, they what's just in really, that one? It's um a bunch of games. No, no way. <laughs> um, Unlike ow. the previous Unlike the previous ones. It just came out a couple, like two months ago. Um, we've only played like a handful. We, As with all of them, um, there's always like a game in there that's just like meh. Um, the ones we've been playing the most are, I got to pull up the list here because I can't remember the actual names of some of them. One of them's is called Job Job. And you basically are doing a, a job interview and you have to fill out a resume and you you fill out like answers to questions, except you're using words that other players wrote. So mm-hmm. everyone got asks like three questions and they all answer those questions. And then the interviewer asks you a question like as a, like an entry for a job. And then they take the answers that that other people given for those Other completely irrelevant questions give you those words, and then you have to use those words to answer these questions that the interview Mm. is asking. It's really hard to explain, Uh, but we've been playing that one a lot. Um, God, I can't find a stupid list that has the fucking names of the games on them. Um, It has Son of a Bitch. Why Damn, seem- how do you play that game?
0: Wow. Uh, oh, okay. Um, <laughs>
2: Wheel of Enormous Proportions. It was like a uh, kind of like a trivial pursuit-ish game. Uh, we only played that one one time. Weapons Drawn was the one that we didn't like. It's almost kind of like a clue game, except it's just kind of like really long and drawn out. And if you're drunk, it's not that fun uh, because there's a lot of uh, details in it. Yeah. Uh, poll mine which is kind of like you uh, they they give you a poll question and you guys and everyone answers and you got to kind of like pick the best answer and it like scales and stuff like that and then there's a uh, drawful animated version which we haven't played yet but we'll try to play it tonight. Mm. I've been playing with a group of friends that like we get together on Friday nights and do Zoom calls and stuff like that so we usually play it then. So I'm going to try to get them to play it early tonight so we can actually do it before everyone gets too hammered. But those games are always fun. Like they're always just fun to just pick up and just kind of play. I love the fact that you could just use your phone and like you don't have to have controllers or anything. We've been streaming it on Zoom calls and it works just fine. So
0: I think that's the best thing to happen to party games is the games that allow you to use your phone because then people come over and they've never they don't play video games but you they can play. It's easy. You just tap your phone. That's how it's like. it's, It's amazing. I love. I love unless those, you're, the unless you're
2: trying to play that's you and that game, game's really hard to fucking <laughs> set up for whatever reason. Is it? Yes. I don't know. No, don't every, right th- every time it. I've tried to hook it up like via the network, the way like the easiest way to do it never works. I have to force mm-hmm. everybody to download the app to get it to, to get it to work, which that's not fun to do. <laughs>
0: I also wonder if everyone's experience with those games, with the drawing games, is everyone draws dicks. You know what I mean? I feel Oh like yeah. That's just oh, like, more than likely, that's yeah. usually all we
2: ever draw. I mean, that's what we were drawing in the. There's drawing elements in the. Uh, um, the weapons drawn one, and we usually just draw dicks and stuff like that. So,
0: well, I feel like when you get it, when you get stumped, you're like, I, I don't, What comes to mind? Dicks yeah you know right two things whip it out yeah. um. <laughs> <laughs> i
3: was gonna say we love to that um that 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 murder murder like, mystery, mystery murder, triv- yeah, yeah but,
2: that that's that that's yeah. probably one of my favorite ones um i haven't played the the sequel that was in released in six i think party pack six um or is it seven? I can't remember. I haven't played the sequel yet. Maybe I did. I don't know. I think I we remember.
0: did. I, I think I played it. It was pretty fun. Um I I think with those games too, it's like it depends on the people that you're playing with, you know. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, I have an experience with one group and I'm like, this game is so amazing. I can't wait to play with this other group. And then I play with the other
2: group and everyone. And you draw a dick and everyone's like, yeah. like Who do this? Who's, yeah. f- who's being offensive? <laughs> Why is it so realistic?
1: Look at all the details. Someone's really into dicks. And I'm
0: like, I don't know. Um, uh, My number four is Before Your Eyes, which is just recently played. It's that indie game where it's a narrative game. It's a story that sort of plays out and you don't have a lot of control over the story except for blinking so when you blink it kind of moves the story forward the narrative forward so in a sense you can miss parts of the narrative or control the narrative to an extent because you can miss like sometimes you have to look at a specific prompt and then blink at it and so maybe you like miss things that way but um the story was something again i don't want to go into too many details for spoiler reasons but the story was something that's not typically dealt with in video games and was fairly unique as many indie games are able to do like touch on stories that big AAA games would never touch and I thought the mechanic the gimmick of the eye blinking wasn't just a gimmick I think it worked really well for me personally I know some people have had issues with it but for me it worked really well it really added to the sense of immersion it had that really simplified indie art style but I do And so part of me did wonder, like, oh, how much more invested would I be if these characters looked realistic? Um, But regardless, like, it's a it's a new type of storytelling or it's a new take on storytelling. And it got me super emotional, as I mentioned previously. So any any game that does that, I'm automatically like, damn, like that there's something there that's that's kind of special. So, yeah, before your eyes is my my number four tab
1: is definitely one that i have been meaning to play
0: yeah and it's one of those that like i don't want to push you to play because i feel like the more someone yeah. pushes you to play a game it's like the stakes keep raising and then when you play it if you don't like it you're like oh <laughs> you know what i mean and so i'm like i mentioned it and then i'm like i'll just wait until they play it you know but yeah i can't wait till you play it because it's, it's on my list
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> Only two and a half,
0: two and a half hours. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> there he wanna, goes I don't want to push you. I don't want to push you. Uh, I don't
3: want to push you. I have a short uh, PowerPoint presentation. I yeah. have uh, you would just sit through real quick. <laughs> uh, I don't want to push you, but um, here's your Christmas present.
1: Before... <laughs> uh, Speaking of which, I still got to buy you Miss Joey. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh um number four for me is uh back for blood
0: oh shit um
1: i'm not sure there's much more to say about this game since we've already said a ton about it but i mean we've we've played it a lot we've seen the good and the ugly but i do think there's a lot that's good there they just need to improve on the progression system and the difficulty but like the level design i think is really solid and i like the um what are the characters called? Uh cleaners. Cleaners. Um yeah. it's just it's fun. The combat is satisfying. The uh the the shooting feels nice. Um yeah, I just I, I really like it. I mean, shooters are my favorite games typically. Um, and I think that there's a lot there that's good. It could just be improved. Turtle rock, get on your shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I'm still. This is not a, not a negative thing, but like I am still like I feel so. There's an itch in my brain because we haven't finished the final level. You want to finish it? We yeah. played so much yeah. of that game. We played so many. We played dozens of hours. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we've clocked over a hundred, and we haven't finished the final level. So part of me's <laughs> like, I can't uninstall it because one of these days, <laughs> well, we hopefully soon. <laughs> well, we yeah. just
2: tried. We the last time I played, we tried to do the penultimate mission and. Came
3: nowhere near completing
2: that.
0: I think, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, I think the last mission's easier than the penultimate mission
3: it feels that way, even though we haven't beaten it yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it feels something about it feels doable in a way that even though we've beaten the penultimate mission, I think it's yeah. impossible. Can't be done. Yeah.
0: We've only, even though, yeah. <laughs> we've only. Well, we've don't worry, the new difficulty is coming on next month, yeah, this month. So we can, we can try we, again. We've done the, the ultimate mission or the final mission only four or five times, was it? Maybe six or seven? Like, only a handful of times. And, We got really close one time like the last thing is there's this huge creature and you have to break like five like little nubs on it and i think we'd broken two or three and so like we were close like we were super fucking close um but with that second to the last one it took us forever to even come up with a strategy that would work and it doesn't even work every time so Mm -hmm. so part of me is like yeah like i can't wait to go back to it because yeah I, i agree we just i I wouldn't even say I got bored with it. It's just we played so much of it and then Halo came out. So, Mm you know, yeah, Yeah. great, great game. Mm
3: -hmm. Paul? Yeah, my number four is Far Cry 6. Uh, Had a great time with Far Cry. Uh, Awesome to come back. I love this time around. Uh, The Amigos are great. All of them were excellent. Um, I wish I could have them all equipped and near me at once Uh, but alas they make me choose them one at a time i enjoyed the the world i thought was absolutely gorgeous and i really like that in terms of the story they did a lot more than previous far cry games to flesh out your your main character like danny felt like they had like a personality that they like existed in the world they weren't just kind of observing it and uh I thought that was great. I also thought it was, like, really, really funny. Um, and Lt Gray is amazing. Excellent character. Yes. Shout out to to you, Lt Gray. And, uh, <laughs> yes, no, I, I, I just had a really great time with it. So that is uh, why it's at my number four.
0: Yeah, I said I wasn't going to do the cheating thing where I, I named games that weren't on my list, but that one was close. Yeah, I Making really Yeah. Yeah, um, well, no, I'm not I'm not going to, because like, the thing I was talking about is where you get to the, the number one, and oh. then you go through all the other games, like, oh, I wish I could have included this game, and this game, and this game, and it's like, we'll, we will have a, a, a section at the end where we can shout out games that weren't on our top five list, right. um, but yeah, Far Cry would have been on my list, because it's, yeah, it was we're just really solid all the way through,
3: there's a lot to like about it. Mm-hmm oh quickly before we move on to it has probably my favorite weapon of the year which is this rocket launcher that shoots like fireworks it is i don't know if y'all have tested out it's i can't remember what it's called but yeah it's like you're carrying a giant briefcase and there's just like a ton of rockets in it and they're like heat seeking and (laughs) you can shoot them all out at once and it's your controller is like going crazy and it makes like noise and they all explode <laughs> in the air. And I'll, I mean, I'll put it out there. I think it is also functionally the best launcher in the game. Wow! And for them to combine, yeah, fashion and function and like fun <laughs> and ridiculousness all together. I think that's like Far Cry at its best.
0: I didn't even, I didn't even try any of the Franken weapons cause I wasn't a big fan of them in five. So I was like, eh, I'm not even going to try them, but um, maybe, yeah, maybe I should have. Cause that sounds, that sounds awesome. I love, by the way, the companions, I love the panther. I'm so mad speaking of like things you unlock later in the game. You don't have to unlock it later in the game, but there are multiple steps to go to to unlock that particular um oh god, what are they called? They're not companions. Amigo. Uh, amigos, thank you. Amigos, yeah. Yeah, then I I got it like probably I I was like 15% from the end and I I unlocked it and I was like god damn it, it's so clearly my favorite, but but yeah. Amazing game. Thanks, Ron. Number
2: three. Uh, my number three is Back for Blood. I think. Oh shit! I think maybe probably blood. it's somewhere in there. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fun game, but it's like Tab said, it's fucking like pain in the ass and everything about it. It's a it's, <laughs> um, a, it's a fun
0: game because we're staying positive. Fun game. Um,
2: <laughs> no, it's a lot. It's a it's a lot of fun. It's just like. I, I think it's just like, you know, you get the burnout of like, you know, like doing a roguelike, like you get the burnout, you get stuck at a part and it's just like, I can't do this right now. I'll come back to it later. Like sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just hard because you just can't come back to it later by yourself. You have to come back together with other people. Um, but no, I do. I do enjoy it. It's like Tab said, level design is great. Characters are great. Like sounds great. Like everything about it is great. It's just, the Progression is the worst part of it, and I'll well, end the difficulty. Um, but I staying just staying positive, I'm trying to stay positive. <laughs> this is
0: the game, this is the read the game. This game is the reason I was like, let's stay positive because I knew <laughs> that we would keep trying to come back to
4: the negative. It's amazing. So, I, I just, I, well, I mean, it's this isn't
2: this is nothing to do with the game. This is just this is this this here that I'm about to bring up is like marketing more so than anything else. So, they just put out that email. About the, you know, the updates, like the roadmap for the updates and stuff like that. And they put a a thing in here, tips for uh, playing the game. Play around with difficulty. Back for for blood could be hard, and without a group of players you are actively talking to, you likely won't make it far in the game's middle difficulty, veteran. Consider playing on Recruit with random players. (laughs) You know what's really fun, though?
0: That game. That game really it's still fun. No, it is really fun. Like, I, I do want to go back for... and play it. I just want to take a little break from
2: it. No, it uh, like, it's, it, the game is great. Everything everything about it, except for the progression, is great. Like
0: Going into it, I, w- I just thought I wanted a Left for Dead-like. I just was like, I just want the gameplay, the shooting, the, all that stuff. And we talked about this before, but the card system mm. and the idea of like classes. You specifically, Ron, you were like, yeah. I don't like classes. I don't like it. I don't like classes. I don't and like I cards. Was like, yeah, I was like, I don't really like those things. I ended up getting into both of those. I'm so I'm into being doc. I'm into being like the healer, into like making a deck that's like very specifically a healing deck and you know, learning how to okay, well, what do I need to do? What do I need to be aware of? How do I need to be playing? I actually really ended up loving. that But what's party. neat
2: is like you mm-hmm. don't have to; you could still go yeah. in and just play it without having all the. Actually, I mean, it, it helps yeah. to have all that stuff, but you don't need it. It's not necessary to complete the game. You know, well, well that's a different story. I'm sure uh, on the uh, higher difficulties. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> you keep trying. You're. <laughs> it's hard, okay? It's a love hate relationship. <laughs> no, it's
2: it's it's a good game. Like there's. Yeah, it's a good game. Like that's, (laughs) I I have problems with it.
1: Joey, (laughs) my number three is
0: Metroid Dread. Um, I surprised myself with this one, and it's one of those games where it is relatively short. My clock, my little timer at the end said I it was thirteen hours. As I said when I played it, I'm pretty sure I played more than that. It's just I died a bunch, but it didn't frustrate me. Like I never there were okay other than the last boss. The last boss I died probably a dozen or more times fighting. Probably maybe closer to 2 dozen. It was it was a lot. But um there were some bosses that were challenging, but I always felt like I knew what I was supposed to do. I was just making mistakes. And sometimes that mistake is really simple. I just didn't act quickly enough or I forgot that part of the boss's pattern was this and so I would get, you know, get in trouble really quickly. Um so the game is difficult, but it, up until the last boss it telegraphs what you need to do and it lets you practice it in like a safer environment really good game design really good level design um and i played super metroid earlier in the year to, to make to like prepare myself for it and i just i really loved it like the atmosphere the music i was always sort of it was on the periphery of my gaming experience because of smash brothers and just growing up as a nintendo fan it was like in Nintendo power and all these different things. So I was familiar with like the iconic aspects of it, but really actually getting into play it. Um, it was one of those games that I would think about when I wasn't playing it. And kind of like we're talking about with halo. And then like, I can't wait to play it. Like I legitimately am kind of excited. And that's why I went out and bought Samus returns. And I already have Metroid fusion, but I've never touched it. But now I'm like, well, shit, bust out the 3ds. Cause like, I'm, I'm all in, so for Metroid for Metroid Dread, yeah, that was um, a great experience, and I look forward to more Metroid.
2: Awesome. Yeah, Welcome nice. to the party. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to play it now. <laughs> I do, yeah. I do want I yeah. to play it, so. Tab, number Tab. three.
1: Number three. Uh, Far Cry 6 is number three for me. Ooh. So, for all the reasons mm-hmm. that Paul said, pretty solid game. Um I think it's for the franchise more the same, but in mostly good ways. Um, And I also love that it presents you with this tropical setting that for me is a callback to the original Far Cry and to Far Cry 3. The world is your playground, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And like you said, Paul, the companions, they're all adorable and fun. There's (laughs) awesome weapons to just like fuck around with. Um, But I also appreciated that this game... um, wasn't as like devoid of emotional depth as some of the other entries um and so even though this isn't like my favorite far cry i appreciated that there was seemingly a little bit more um effort put into the narrative Mm -hmm. and into some of the characters and that extends to danny the character that you play so overall really solid game
0: i i'm not one to speak about representation um this this particular representation, but it did feel like they were really trying to go for like a celebration of this culture. And from what I understand, they had people of that background um, advising them, which is what we've always talked about, Tab, like get people mm-hmm. who are of the the, the population yeah. that you're trying to represent. Um, so again, as an outsider perspective, I appreciated that. It felt like a celebration. Who were your favorite companions?
1: My favorite? Yeah. Companions? Um. Well, obviously the good the good Dogo from Montana. Woo-hoo! <laughs> boom boom! <Don't laughs> Who rides on. in the car with boom. you? Boom! Oh. Yes, he rides in the car. Um, and I also like the Panther. I'm I'm blanking on the name. You know, I don't remember.
3: Oh so oh, oh, Yeah. Aluso. Aluso, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, I think those were my top two. Yeah. Oh, oh, but you
3: have to talk. You have to talk about um your adventures with uh. Oh gosh, what the Is that? El Hefe.
0: Oh, oh, El, oh, the El Chicharron?
3: Yeah, Chich- Chicharron. yeah. Chicharron. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Chicharron is, is a wild motherfucker. That's that is a character right there. Yeah. I try it.
0: Like, every time I got a new companion, I'm like, let me run with him for a little while. That son of a bitch got me in so much trouble. I'm like trying to be yeah. stealthy. And he's like, fuck yeah. that Jeep. And he just goes in. Right. Ron, you haven't played it, but it's like a punk rock chicken. He's like a punk rock <laughs> rooster. Oh, I've seen like pictures he's, he's, of him. Yes. Oh, and he's huge
3: and he's deadly. Yes. <laughs> and he's he fucks with
1: everyone. He hates the
0: police.
3: His, yeah. He has that That's, one mission where, where he's destroying a museum. It's so good. Yeah. 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 And you
0: go spray paint, like, fuck the police everywhere and stuff. It's very, yeah. very cool. Aww.
3: So awesome! I also love uh, Guapo. Um, I think Joey, you referred yeah. to Guapo as a, a himbo at one point. I totally yeah. agree. <laughs> He's I so love adorable. He but can wear so a little dumb. jersey that says "Guapo" on the back. Mm-hmm. It's like a little NBA jersey. It's so cute. Um, I love that. And then, yeah, of course, the star Chirizo, the cutest dog mm-hmm. to ever live in the world. <laughs> I, I don't think Chirizo like ever fit in fully with like my my play style. Like, kind of my my way of playing Far Cry is go silent until someone notices me, and then we're we're going loud. You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, same. So. Yeah, so that it didn't work out that way, but all all the pity because, yeah, what an adorable little, little puppy.
0: He would get into trouble, too. Him, Sorry, go ahead, Tab.
1: I used him enough to get some of the achievements or whatever, like he had to distract guards X number of times. But then I felt like I had to protect him because he's yeah. so small. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't step on the puppy.
3: When someone shoots him, it's so horrible. <laughs>
0: or like kicks them that's the stuff that's yeah. like Ugh. yeah if i'm like in hiding and i'm trying to go quiet and they they kick my fucking companion i go
1: fucking john wick on yep. ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm taking out everything i was just coming yeah. for your anti-air gun but now i'm killing everyone <laughs> and stringing you up in this as an example yes um but yeah so that that was your number three
3: tab right yes paul number three my number 3 is Back for Blood, baby. Oh, sure. Yeah, um we've been playing so much of it. I agree with everything that has been said. I will just um double down again. I think the the card the card mechanic was totally unexpected for me, but I I ended up loving it and I think it's like really really fun. Um yeah, I like all the cleaners. I like sort of the again the 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 levels and the the different scenarios shout out to my favorite level which is the uh, the jukebox episode Mm -hmm. in the bar where you're like defending it like so cool and they have like legit like a ton of like great licensed music that plays during that sequence the first time we did it i think it was like ace of spades Mm -hmm. um and it was just it was it was so awesome so i love that um and yeah and, and it's been a great because it's um the first game i've ever played with like the three of you together at once and like i've been i've been loving that and like that's yeah. super fun too so for the the social you know aspect of it alone i, I i'm so excited for them to continue to kind of make good changes and add content to the game and kind of yeah smooth it out a little bit and they will be great
0: that's one of the reasons i personally don't like spoilers is because that moment was so magical. I didn't know about. That. I don't think any of us knew about the music, and so we're all. It's just like defend the jukebox, and like you start it, and it starts the. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I was. It was so fucking hyped, and like then zombies are coming in from every window, and I just felt so invigorated, like so charged by it. Um, and I think that would have been lessened if someone was like, oh, by the way, there's a level where the Ace of Spades and all these other right. music. I well, know, What's I
2: nice, think. though, too, about it is it has more songs. Like it has a Fu Manchu yeah, song yeah, in yeah. there. Like it's I was expecting list. that, too. Like, Yeah, I yeah. want to just replay that level a bunch of times and like hear every song that that's on there and without I'll just, spoiling it.
3: And I'll just for one level, too. What variety for like one, mm-hmm. you know, however... Yeah like a five minute section of the game and like even the way that level's structured too like it 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 feels like an intentional callback to like of the dead which i really appreciate and like um the i love in that game when they have you like defending a particular area and like using the structure of the level to fight ridden and like it it feels like it builds on everything you've learned throughout like playing it and like you're setting up razor wire and you're sort of coordinating with your team. Like I think in moments like that, Bl- back for blood is so brilliant and awesome. And I would just mm-hmm. love yeah, I think, like, them like, to like do more of that. I
2: think the arena yeah. like horde mode stuff is like probably the best part of that game. Like, cause it gives you time to like stop, think like what you're going to do beforehand and you can kind of plan it out and you can get good at it pretty much, but things can still go completely awry. Um, (laughs) but it's not like you're you know jumping into like the first level and all of a sudden you know four special are coming at you and it's like okay well i guess this runs ruined sort of thing like those are kind of set you know what's going to happen in those so i do like there's
0: something to that that silence that happens when you get like you're all charged and like hit the jukebox let's go and then you're dead like 30 (laughs) seconds later there's always that (laughs) silence on chat of like yep (laughs) no one knows what to say because you just died so fast and you're like you're kind of angry but you're kind of confused it's yeah very fun Uh, Ron what's your number two?
2: number two I'm going to cheat a little bit in in the way that um, Mm. that it's a a remake Uh, it's a game that came out last year but they re-released it this year for PlayStation 5 but I didn't, I didn't play the PlayStation 5 version. I played the PlayStation 4 version. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 <laughs> remake. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ooh. I still haven't beaten it yet, but I enjoy, I'm, I, I've been enjoying it more than I thought I initially would. Uh, I have kind of a weird history with that game where I used to really love it and then got into the... It's really not that great. Like, it's kind of like it was more the, like, this is, you know, a big game on PlayStation, first time, like, sort of thing, 3D, yeah. all that stuff. I was more enamored by that and the hype around that rather than the actual game itself. Because the storyline of that game is, at least the original, not that great. It's kind of kind of boring. um But I like what they did and the changes that they, they made. The, the fact that they actually took liberties with it and made changes to it and made it a little more up to date and make a little more sense and also make cloud look like a dumbass. So yeah,
0: that, yeah, that, that game would have been on my list because I replied, I did buy the the PS five version. I played through it again. I just played it last year. Um, and yeah, I, I, I loved it. Part of, part of, for me, like you said, the story is fine. I do think it's better because they're fleshing out all the characters now and they're mm-hmm. letting the characters have like histories and movements and everything. And it's great the music like I know that that's like Final Fantasy 7 is known for having like an iconic soundtrack but I didn't remember because it's not even my the original is not even one of my favorites it's like probably like top five maybe but like I like I controversially maybe like Final Fantasy 8 better than 7 um there's nothing a controversial about so, that, so it's a better game <laughs> well now no but like for a long time no one would ever say that anything was better than Final Fantasy 7 really yeah. maybe 10 you know but like when I started playing it last year, that music started when you go, when you go into the reactor. I literally started crying. It wasn't even like I was like, it's just like my eyes got full of tears, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like I, you just don't realize how powerful nostalgia is, and like music and stuff. So, yeah, I love that game. So I'm really glad that you're you're playing
2: it. Yeah, I, I need to. I, I didn't. Need, I desperately need to finish it. So, and then yeah. I, I will probably eventually get the PS5 version, and so I can play yeah. the uh, the. DLC stuff for it so
0: Yuffie stuff yeah, yeah Yuffie's great awesome yeah so my number two is Persona 5 Strikers which I had to double check to make sure that game came out this year
4: <laughs>
0: but it did indeed come out this year Um and that was a game that so I love Persona 5 like a lot like easily one of my favorite games of all time probably top three Um, I ended up just falling in love with that game, beat it like a bunch of times, beat Persona 5 Royal. Persona 5 Strikers, when it was announced, I was a little bit disappointed because they were like, we have this big announcement, Persona 5 related. And I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be like a sequel, direct sequel or something. And they were like, Persona 5 Strikers, a Mushu style game starring the characters from Persona 5. And I was like, oh my God. All right. Well, that's not my kind of game, but I guess I'll play it. I was so surprised because it feels like a direct sequel to Persona five with just a different combat system. All of the, like the production quality for almost everything else, like the characters, the writing, the voice acting, the music is all the same as Persona five. So like, if you like Persona five and you don't mind the combat, which the combat wasn't even as group based as I thought, like with a lot of those, like older uh, mushu style games that I've played, like, um, Dynasty Warriors and stuff like that, it did feel kind of mindless. Like there'd be like a big giant group or like a big field of enemies and then you just swing your big staff and like knock a dozen of them out and you swing it again and maybe you do a combo. In this one, they build in a lot of like team moves and they build in a lot of like your, you can use stuff from like your personas and stuff like that. You can switch personas just like in Persona 5. So there's like some of the combat from Persona 5 is mixed in and being so familiar with the persona 5 combat system that helped out a lot. And so, and and they don't throw like just dozens and dozens. There's a few points where they throw all like hundreds of enemies at you, but for the most part, they're more careful with that. They throw specific enemy types at you to challenge you. And There's Cooking, you're on a road trip with your friends. I love that game so much. So, yeah, Persona 5 Strikers number 2 for me.
1: I'm almost surprised that that was a 2021 game. That feels like forever. Oh I
0: know. When was the date? It was like March I think 2021. God.
3: It was like the very start of your uh, or this podcast because yeah. I remember like <laughs> episode two both of you were talking about Strikers. Yeah. Yeah. awful yeah.
1: lot. Damn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean we actually tab when we were still we were planning it it was like oh this is perfect timing like this. New yeah. I remember. Game. Yeah. Um. Because even right now, I started doubting. I was like, "Shit, maybe it was 2020." Am I a giant <laughs> idiot? Is 2021? Ah, but also Sophia. I forgot to shout out Sophia, the new character. It does I'll just quickly say like the the narrative is. It's so weird because Persona Five Strikers is a direct sequel to Persona Five, as is Persona Five Royal, but they yeah. kind of cancel each other out. And they both don't exist in the same universe. So it's like. And that kind of messes things up a little bit, but um but yeah, no, I, I I really loved it. So Tab number two.
1: All right. So initially this game was number one for me, but something happened that changed my way of thinking, but I'll get to that uh mm. in a little bit. Stay positive. Uh number two <laughs> is Life is Strange to True Colors. Mm-hmm. So um that one released September, uh, coming from Square Enix. Solid story, an emotional story. Uh, I thought a story that was relatively well acted. Um, especially, I thought that Erica um, is it Erica Mori that her performance as um, Alex Chen was fantastic. Uh, and combining like the story and the performances, the characters and the small town setting. Um, cause it's, it's Haven Springs, Colorado. Uh, it was a very enjoyable game and it was one that made me think and cry and laugh. And that's why it's number two for me. I feel like I can't say too much more about it cause it's very narrative based. But...
0: Yeah, no, I get what you mean at the time. Like one of the things I said was like, I liked that it had more emotions to it. Whereas like the mm-hmm. previous two games and the side game, um, Again, no spoilers, but I feel like there was definitely like it they they mostly start out in like a cheerful place and mm-hmm. then it just gets darker and darker Dark. from there. from there. But this game not quite the opposite, but like it just does a lot more with emotions and there's there are more There's emotions. more of a range, yeah. I think. And there's a level, like you said don't want to spoil anything, but like I'm yeah. a big fan of like games within games and there's a mm-hmm. whole chapter where you kind of there's a game within a game and it's, it's so awesome. fucking charming and cute yeah i love i love that chapter um but yeah that's a, that's a great great pick paul number two
3: number two is um the mass effect legendary edition i had i had to i was compelled to include it because <laughs> it is uh yeah it, it is my favorite series of all time it is Back. um in terms of like actual changes made to the game like i think they did a really nice job um you would have no idea uh, at least by looking at it initially <laughs> that mass effect one is like what 10 years old or, or 15 years old or something you know yeah. ridiculous it, it, it looks great so i appreciate all of that but um I love it because it's just been a really long time since I'd gone back and played the trilogy. I love it so much. It's as good as I remember it being. Um, The music, the characters, uh, sort of the the universe of it, I think is just great. And then there are a bunch of other things to kind of outside the immediate game, which I think made it a really lovely memorable experience for me so one just seeing how excited a lot of people were when it came out and sort of the response to it is great uh just because you know it, it it you you worry sometimes with some of these older franchises that like like people maybe forget about them or whatever or aren't interested anymore but that wasn't the case at all it was a massive sort of um seller for bioware and ea which hopefully will entice them to get uh the next mass effect you know which we saw a trailer for i think a year ago uh rolling a little bit sooner and i also had a lovely time because i got to play it alongside joey and uh, i felt like we had such a great time talking about it over everybody's golf and um, just like it, it was such a joy to, to play it alongside you. And then, you know, as a plug for this podcast, uh, it, it culminated in like the like a four and a half hour <laughs> just sort of That's love huge. fast over over the, <laughs> the trilogy. So, yeah, it was it was just great. And I, I just had so much fun doing it. And yeah, it, it was absolutely one of my my favorite experiences of the year.
0: You're so right. Like when they announced it, like number 1 it had been rumored for years. Like supposedly they'd been sitting on it like it was mostly done and they were just kind of waiting for the right time. And so part of me was like I know that there's there are these hardcore Mass Effect fans that want it, but I was so worried that when it came out that it would just like people would be more annoyed that like well where's the new Mass Effect? Why are you just re-releasing the old ones? But as you said, so many new people got into it and there was this just big outpouring of love and like new fan art and cosplay and everything. So, I I really love to see it. And I feel like it sort of I Tab and I have talked about this, but Mass Effect Andromeda I, we liked it. Mm-hmm. We thought it was a perfectly yeah. solid game. But there were a lot of people that were really disappointed by it. And then being followed up by the whole debacle that was Anthem. I feel like going into the next Mass Effect there would have been this sort of negative kind of haze. But now I feel like the Mass Effect trilogy has sort of negated that for the most part. So now people are hyped again and like, yeah, where's the new Mass Effect? And not like, uh, let's see what steaming pile of shit this is going to be, which is what I felt like people were doing. So right, yeah, I'm, I'm super hyped. It really got me, you know, there was so much that I had forgotten about it. Because like you said, I haven't played them in like 10, 15 years. So yeah, I love those characters. I bought the Talia body pillow. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: so ron's <laughs> look on ron's face is like yeah i'm not surprised i, su- I could have guessed um massive or bioware as a joke people kept wanting a um a garris body pillow there was a <laughs> yeah, whole yeah, yeah. joke for valentine's day people were like get the garris body pillow so bioware was like all right fucking bet so they made a garris body pillow and people love it. And it sold out, and it sold out. It kept selling out, and so they were like, "All right, well, then we'll make a Talia one." And they just so happened to make it when we were playing the trilogy. So I was like, "Fuck yeah, give me that!" So
2: did they make a Rex one? <laughs> no. Oh! They should
0: make it to where you have to put two body pillows in. <laughs> like a, yes, like and when you
3: it, when you embrace it, it says Shepherd. Shepard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because then every time you're going to bed, you're like Rex Shepherd. And just <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well when you squeeze it extra hard it's like the warm shepherd from number two he's like shepherd yeah <laughs> and, then, and then you and then you cry a little bit and you go and go to bed yeah <laughs> uh,
0: adorable um yeah great great pick so now we're down to number ones our top games Ooh. of 2021 spartan 666 ron Klinski. <laughs> what's your number one game of 2021
2: now, it's probably going to seem stupid because I have played it recently, Uh, uh, but Halo, <laughs> I, oh, shit. I wow. haven't, I haven't, yeah. I and mean, I'm just talking about the multiplayer, I'm not going to play the campaign because I don't care, Um, but I am itching to play it again, <laughs> like, when we played it at Boys Club, like, you know, a couple months ago, I was like, yeah, this game still feels really good, still feels good, and then... Infinite came out. I'm like, all right, sweet. I'm gonna play this, and then not be able to play it because I couldn't sign in for fucking weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. And I finally figured it out and got to play it. And yeah, just being able to jump right in and just start doing it and like middle to upper class, you know, levels of goodness. Like it all just it all just came crawling back and just fit right in. And I just want to play more.
0: Like I think it's a testament to how solid the core gameplay was back in the day because so much of it is the same like and feels the same like the idea of like you have limited clips because you can unlock uh, unload like one full clip and that would kill someone, but if you miss a few shots in that, you're only gonna take their shields down, so then you have to switch to the pistol or, or melee that or go
2: and melee them yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. And the melee is like powerful, but it's not an all, you know, if you're, if you get him from behind, it's a one hit kill. But if you get him from the front, it might just take the, so it's like all of these really specifically dialed in features of the gameplay hold up because they didn't have to change almost any of that. Like they didn't really have to balance it. You know yeah. what I mean? That stuff has been balanced for years. So. But then they
2: added like little things like the little vault. Like that's, that's yeah. great. Like just being able to just vault up on something. Like if you can't yep. jump high enough, you just pull yourself up. Like that's great. Like that's a great addition. They didn't have to do yeah. it, but they did it. Um, and
0: they they made such a big deal out of the grapple shot. I've I used it once on accident, but
2: <laughs> I think I it. so like I went and remapped the those like quick actions to um, the up on the D pad, so I can use the tag on the the, the bumper. But I think I might switch back and like start trying to learn like how to use those uh, alternate things because I've heard that like using the grappling hook and the energy sword, like you just pull yourself in and just sword somebody. Oh and, wow! And like you could just roll up and merc people. So well,
0: another pro tip, Tab and I were noticing is people are when they have like the energy sword or they're gonna melee you, they do a slide because it's another thing they added. So I you slide, slide, yeah, and then you melee. So it like zips you to it and it feels a little cheap so i'm not you know because i haven't started using it i'm not a fan but when i start using it <laughs> for
2: people
0: i'm gonna be like wow
2: pro strats they put it in the game they put it in the game it's yep. not cheating yeah that's true yeah, that's so, true. yeah like <laughs> so nostalgia has heavy top five for me uh which is like the last thing i expected for myself but here we are I don't think it's not so no, much no, nostalgia, I, yeah. I think it's more just like it's familiar. Like I'm like able mm-hmm. to just pick it up and go back in. I don't got to learn all new systems for, you know, new games and like all that stuff. It's like it's all familiar. Like, you know, Far Cry 6, I'm sure it's the same way. Like you tab you've played all of them like mm-hmm. it's not so much like nostalgia thing. It's the story and it's it's familiar. It's like it's easy to pick yeah. up, easy to go back into and you could just mm-hmm. start doing it. Same thing with like Back for Blood, like it's it's Left for Dead pretty much. And we played the shit out of that game and able to just kind of jump back into it and die endlessly, but, you know, still able to just jump back into it and have fun with it. So, but yeah, Halo Infinite, I wasn't expecting that to be my number one, but I just want to go back and play it. So
0: I'm glad that it's your number one. I was starting to feel like, oh, what a dumb, like people think I'm stupid for adding it when I've only played <laughs> it for like a couple of weeks, but um, like Metroid, I, I keep thinking about it. I keep thinking like I can't wait to play it again. So, yeah, and I don't imagine that I'm going to fall off anytime soon. I think I'm going to probably play the campaign. I don't imagine I'm going to hate it. You know, maybe I'll love it, maybe I won't, but it'll probably be a fun experience. And then we're probably going to be playing multiplayer for a while. So, mm-hmm. so maybe it would. Maybe if we had another month with it, it wouldn't be in my top five. But, but yeah, I, I so far from what we played, I think it's super solid.
2: I mean, I feel like it's a game that we could just like pick up and play. Even for just a couple, yeah. you know, a couple batches a week and then like be good and just mm-hmm. sort of like how we do, uh, phasmophobia, just like, we'll go on a stretch, we'll play it for a little bit, put it away for a little while then come back to it sort of thing. So,
0: yeah, that's a game where I was like, man, is there a way I can find a way to put that in my top five? It's, we got tec- back it's into technically this not,
2: it's single. technically not out yet. So maybe that's true. In, maybe in 2022, 2023, we can add it to our games of the like, years. Uh,
0: just released, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, it's not. It's not
2: released yet. It's still
0: it's, just yeah. released.
1: I have a thousand yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, my number one, no surprise, Resident Evil Village. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy that, kind of like you were saying about Mass Effect, Paul, that this game has found a wide audience. As a Resident Evil fan. I was like, oh, Rez- I can see Resident Evil fans liking this, and most of them do. I think there are some people that um, that don't like it for specific Resident Evil fan reasons, but um, but no, it found like Resident Evil, the Resident Evil Two remake, it found this big wide audience, and not just because of the Lady D memes that were coming out beforehand, um, which I think that was a part of it. But what I like about it is, I mean, numerous things obviously, but like number one, unlike most other Resident Evil games, it found a way to successfully do atmospheric horror and action horror because the series started out with atmospheric horror the first two Resident Evil games are all about being in the same place and moving within that place and maybe you move to a a different place or two toward the end of the game but for the most part you're in one place it's a creepy place it's a big old creepy house or a big old creepy police station that's been overrun by zombies Um, and you're solving puzzles and you're opening doors it's a little bit Metroidvania-like, because you're trying to find things to unlock new areas of this place that you're in, this, like, hub. Um, And it's all, again, it's very environmental and atmospheric and moody and creepy. And then starting with 3, they start moving toward a more, like, forward-moving action kind of game, where you're moving from area to area to area. And you might still be kind of unlocking and doing puzzles, but it's more a focus on the action. And with Resident Evil 4, that really... That became like the defining game of the series. It was super popular, and that was part of the reason why, was Capcom was like, we need to tap into this bigger, broader audience that likes shooters, and it was successful. But unfortunately, I feel like they took the wrong lessons from that, because then the games just got sillier, and they were more focused on like the action part of it and not being creepy and spooky. But I feel like with Village, it's a really positive blending of that because i don't think that the action part of it was worthless and resident evil 4 it's super fun to play um and it is atmospheric but like they kept moving away from that to where it's like it's getting less and less creepy and more just like you're nervous when you play because you might miss a button prompt or something but with village there's a core there's the village and that's that's where the obviously that's where the village comes from and that's like your hub and then there are these like five big areas and each one of those is its own spooky atmospheric place. And there's all di- it's like different kinds of horror because you have like this machine factory with these like enemies who are like mutated, like zombies with like, you know, gear on them, like harnesses and like, you know, contraptions and things. Uh, then you have the ghost house with like dolls and. Um, and i'm not going to go on like but there are all these different that the dahos is famous for the the baby thing um and each area has its own feel has its own enemies and the castle of course is beautiful and amazing um lady d is beautiful and amazing (laughs) um and the game just looks amazing like it's it's so beautiful and there's so many little details that's part of what i love about it is you go into a room and it looks like a room. Like you look around and the ceilings are so into I think most of it is just scanned in. I think they did like a lot of photo, visual, photorealistic scanning. But man, it looks beautiful. The facial expressions, again, all that stuff, voice acting. So uh it's not perfect, of course, but I, I love it. Very clearly my my number one.
1: Yeah.
2: Not surprising.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, tab, what you got?
1: Okay. So (laughs) I played this game at launch, I believe that was January 20th. Um, And it was probably the first game, the first new game of 2021 that I played. And this game released to a lot of, you know, critical praise, lots of nine out of 10s. And it's also the culmination of a trilogy the world of assassination trilogy, so Hitman three.
4: Oh <laughs>
1: So when I played this at launch, I was mostly just like messing around, seeing what the levels were like, you know, who were the targets, what, what ways could you, el- you know, eliminate the targets. Um, and I had a lot of fun with it, but I ended up setting the game aside and not finishing the story, probably because of the spring semester starting and dissertation things. But anyways, um, recently I've been feeling, it's kind of like this itchy feeling, like I don't know what to play. Um, but I want to play something, and obviously we've been playing a lot of games like Halo and Back for Blood. But I always like having something of like my own, like you know, in the back pocket, and I can just go and and play it and make progress on my own time as I'm able. Um, and so I was going through my list of uh, PS5 games, and I saw Hitman Three, and I was like, oh man, I should I should go back and play that. So I went back to it, installed it. And I played through a level and I beat it. And I was like, you know, this is a lot of fun. I should probably play the whole trilogy. Because obviously I have the time for that. <laughs> but I did. Um, I made it through the trilogy in basically like four or five days. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> and I got to the third game and I, I just was... So b- before this, I had, um, you know, I'd played a little bit of Hitman 1 and 2, and I had watched complete playthroughs on like YouTube and Twitch, and it was very entertaining. But having played through everything, I could see the culmination that in Hitman 3, the narrative was, was stronger, the the level design was especially, I think, incredible. Um, the game just works so well. Um, Joey, you and I have talked before about um, Persona 5 and how that's one of the games that is close to perfection, if not perfect. Yeah, um, And there's also something magical about that, I think. And Hitman 3 is very similar for me. Maybe it's not like quite at that level, but it's really, really close. Um, and if I have to give a game on my list a 10 out of 10 today, it would be Hitman 3. Wow. Um, so Ooh. where the game... So, the, so the game it it functions well, and its its systems and its features are polished. Um, there's a really strong narrative, um, a narrative that I think is stronger than some James Bond movies. Um, <laughs> it's it's not an afterthought. Like, of course, you have these wonderfully designed and intricate kind of like set pieces for the levels, but the story is there. The voice acting is great. The sound and the music, and just the d- the design overall, I think is is top tier, especially in the third game. Um, so yeah, that is, that is my game of the year.
2: Ooh. That's a good, that's a good choice. Like I, I, is- r- earlier this year I started playing, finally starting playing Hitman one, like going through it. And mm-hmm. my problem with those games is I always try to do it perfect the first time. And so <laughs> I do a lot of saves coming and I like, it. that's not the way to play the game, but that's my problem. <laughs> um, but do you know that those games are designed really well and they play really well and anytime you fuck up it's your fault like it's nothing that the yeah. game did it's it's you you mm-hmm. need to get it right and that's it yeah those games are those games are but great.
1: having said that there's not just one way to get it right. exactly like yeah. it incentivizes do it this way this time and then do this other thing and then you unlock new shit which gives you more opportunities to then go and kill the targets and yeah it's, it's really good yeah
3: no, I I love yeah I love how playful um that series is. I love how sort of intricate yeah like all those different options are, and the fact that the level designs can like sort of hold up to all that experimentation I think is just amazing. Mm. Um, and encourage it so much is amazing. And also, I just yeah I love um I'm a big fan of the Assassin's Creed series, and one element of that which I really love is like your your targets in like a specific area and like especially like the traditional assassin's creed approach is like so much of the game is like figuring out creative ways to get to them and like hitman is like that amped up to like a thousand right that's and the whole thing yeah and that's the whole yeah exactly that's the whole game and yeah for for that reason i feel like i need to to dive into the the, the sort of the current hitman you know series it's, right now it's great it just Do it. amazing uh
2: mm-hmm. quick sidebar um how do you feel about them doing the uh James Bond game? They're they're making a, oh, just the, they're make, the developers Yeah, they're making a James Bond game now.
1: Yeah. I mean, if anyone was gonna do it, I think it should be them. Um I is that taking place of developing more Hitman? I mean, I think they're like the franchise isn't over, right? It's just the current trilogy that yeah. has been wrapped up, but yeah. I think that makes me more interested in a James Bond game.
0: I didn't even put two and two together, but is that why you watched all the James Bond movies recently?
1: No, actually, we were watching the James Bond movies and it made me go, oh, "Oh, Hitman. (laughs) (laughs) So now it's like the serpent eating its
3: own tail. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Is that, so would you say that that is your, to me, your before your eyes? Because I feel like, you want me to play it but you're not trying to push me it's like when you were playing it, you were just like do you think you'll you think you'll ever play it like did you uh, yeah you know, I, I mean
1: i think i think you all should play it um it's so good and i mean when was it one or two that came out and it was like you know it was episodic right was and people the first one didn't okay Some people weren't a huge fan of that, but like now you don't have to worry about it. Like it's all there. Plus there's so many other um, like side missions that have been added. And I just love the attention to detail with the various locations. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I was telling you this, Paul, but there's one that's set in England and it's very just like English estate, but like Sherlock Holmes kind of subplot thing going on. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's so fun.
3: So cool. That's why I love these. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say there was also a special event where they had like Sean Bean in the game and you had to kill Sean oh, Bean. Oh yeah, all the elusive <laughs> targets. And I was like... <laughs> yeah, the elusive targets. I'm like, what is this game? It's so amazing. <laughs> Gary Busey was one of them, I
0: think, too. If I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, one of the previous uh, ones. Do they actually do the voices? It's them.
3: Yeah, they they what? did the voices, and they made these promotional videos. It was like Sean Bean like taunting Hitman players. Yeah, about it's, not it's only they being they scanned
2: their models and put them in the game. Like <sighs> Gary Busey, <It's so laughs> Gary Busey, yeah. <laughs> yes. um, Joey, you should definitely play them. They're not as punishing as the old games are. I know we've talked about playing Hitman back in the day and just like, you kind of, in the old ones, like you fuck up, it's kind of just, you just go in and kill if you can. Um, So you have to kind of be silent. These, like if you fuck up, you could still make it out alive and whatever.
1: Some of my best runs, I fucked up something and had to recover and it resulted in oh well I can't take out the target here but different opportunity opened mm. up.
0: Can you can you actually recover or is it because like the old ones were sort sort of like we were talking about Far Cry Six where it's like you're going in stealthy you have this beautiful perfect plan you're gonna steal this uniform you're gonna hide there you're gonna do poison the cup or whatever and then something goes wrong and you're just double gun it you know what I mean like. Um, is there... Usually
1: that results in failure. Yeah.
0: It's it's okay. not always
2: like a a failure. Usually doesn't immediately like end it to where like everyone knows where you are. It gives you mm-hmm. some opportunities to like get away and hide. They'll go on okay. high alert yeah. for a little while and then they'll come down mm-hmm. sort of. So it,
1: cool. There's yeah. there's different ways that you can hide or like blend into the crowd. And obviously if you swap out your your outfit. Um, then you're not going to be detected, but it, I guess it depends on the kind of fuck up. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. The previous, like, Hitman 2 specifically, is what we played a lot. Um, mm. The it, it's it's kind of like once you are seen, like, there's really no going back from it. Everyone's on high alert, gotcha. and like you can't really yeah. get through. So, cool. That's
0: why I love these discussions, is because. You know, I actually legitimately want to play this now. Like, I'm like, oh, if it's not already on my wish list, I'm putting it on there. So. It,
2: it was a PS. <laughs> uh, the first two are PS Plus games, so if you downloaded them, they are in your library. Yeah.
0: No, I saw that, and I saw that if you if you download like the free Hitman Three you launcher, can play them then you on the Hitman Three, yeah, on PS Five. So right? I did that. Yeah. So I did that. So I have those when I whenever I decide to get Hitman Three. So.
2: Um, oh, you don't even have to get. Paul. No, you don't have to get Hitman free, It's free you could just download the hitman Free oh. launcher and oh, play those okay. first two games in that, in the new engine. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll probably do that then. Do it.
0: Paul, what are you going to convince me to play?
3: <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I hope I, I hope <laughs> I convince you to play it. It's so good. Um, I picked, in this kind of a cheaty answer, I don't care. I love it so much. Nothing can stop me. I think Um, I know what it uh, is. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, The the gift that keeps on giving. The party that never ends. That is Ghost of Tsushima. (laughs) I love this game so much. I loved it when it came out in 2020 but i'm glad to include it one because technically it counts because they did um a re-release of it and launched a massive dlc which i'll talk about in a bit but um i really have to give a lot of credit to sucker punch because their support for this game which has been 100 percent like free by the way um has been phenomenal particularly The legends mode which started technically in the fall but i really got into in the spring and uh i i just have had such a good time with it we played a lot of it um i also love it because tab i feel like it's where our friendship really sort of blossomed you know like we we played so Mm -hmm. much of that and got to know each other a lot through that so it has a very special place in my heart for that reason um they added a ton of, like, great things. Like, like little quality of life features that I think are just so thoughtful. Like, having, um, a like, a lock-on system option, which is is, is great. Like, it's not needed, but they, they include that there. Or, like, having for your, your gear and armor sort of setups, like, presets that you could create. So, like, when you're wearing this armor, you have these charms equipped. And you have, like, all these these sort of things attached to it. Um, and yeah, the, the, the game just looks gorgeous. I think what's great about the combat, you know, just generally is that it is both rich and sort of full of depth and, and and sort of rewards you for really diving into it, but it also makes you look cool as fuck. And that's not always the combination. Usually, um, you know, if it has a lot of complexity, it it doesn't always look (laughs) gorgeous, but like in, in this game, it does. I love the main character in the story, but um, the big reason why I would include it, you know, here, and while it's a part of my list, it's not like I don't have, like, a hierarchy within my list, but uh, it's part of my list because I think the Iki Island DLC is amazing. Um, It's really big. It's absolutely fucking gorgeous. And it's not... It it looks different from the. It's kind of like Blood and Wine in The Witcher Three, where it looks very different from the rest of the game because the rest of the island has kind of been like ravaged by war and like yeah. there's a lot of like, especially in the like the the later sections of the game where like you know it's a lot of like snow and burnt down villages and things like that. Like here, it's like tab to your to your taste, like a beautiful tropical island that you get to <laughs> sort of yeah enjoy and um enjoy there's some... the
1: destruction
3: well well yeah exactly but like a, a part it's not destroyed it's beautiful yeah and then right. you bring the destruction with you i guess and <laughs> and that the narrative is so strong um without getting into spoilers it's all about jin's relationship with his father which is mm. a huge part of the main game but weirdly enough not really sort of explored in a lot of ways um it's kind of touched on it's always in the the peripheral, but like it really sort of takes that like head on, and I just think it, it it's so amazing. And to me now, having played the whole thing together, it feels like a core part of the game that uh, if you you enjoyed Ghost of Tsushima, you would you would really sort of appreciate. So yeah, I. I love it. I think it's great. Uh, I hope they are making a sequel right now that will release. <laughs> As <we> um, speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. will release. You know, now would be good, Sucker Punch Studios. <laughs> you know, I uh, break is about to start. It would be it would be a great time to drop it out of nowhere like a Beyonce album. So available if, uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So I I'm in love with it. I just think it's so great. And uh, yeah, that is the, the last of my five games of the year.
0: Awesome, yeah. You don't have to talk me into play. I will definitely. I love the original game so much. I will definitely get to it. It's just one of those things. Like when I don't, I don't know. Like um, we can, we can actually segue this into the games that weren't on our top five list, but that we want to shout out. Um, Final Fantasy VII for me. I played that. Like what? I don't know why I prioritized that over Ghost of Tsushima. I loved both of them last year, but um, it is one of those things where it's like I want to play it but since so much of it because i do want to replay the core of the game like i've already gotten to it you know i it's easy to keep pushing it off and being like well but there's this other new game and there's this other new game um but yeah so for me some shout outs microsoft flight simulator there's nothing necessarily compelling about it like it's not like i was like i can't wait to sit down and play but it's just such a fun game Uh, i love that you can play it super simi and super arcadey um, back for blood you guys are all had it on your list i, I love that game um, far cry 6 as well emily is away 3 a little indie game yeah
1: that was on my list too
0: i felt yeah i felt bad for having it not having it on there but um it didn't hit me as hard as the first two but it's still probably top mm-hmm. 10 for me and then jurassic world evolution 2 i've been playing the shit out of love that game so those are my my shout outs um ron shout outs you, um, I know you You were like
2: I had three so maybe you yeah no have- I didn't I, I there's barely anything that I else that I have played aside from old stuff from years past so yep all um. right tab
1: yeah my shout outs uh, like I said Emily away three um, Microsoft Light Sim Forza Horizon 5 very oh, solid yeah. very pretty game uh, Age of Empires four oh. also solid Shoutouts.
3: yeah do do shoutouts include um games that technically don't qualify for 2020 and 2021 or is that I mean, something separate
0: if it's the stuff that you've that you, like you play there we have a, we do have yeah. a, a category like an award for called late to the party for favorite games that you discovered or enjoyed that came out before 2020 or 2021 so if you have them we can save it for that but like yep oh yeah that's what I'll, okay. I'll wait for then okay. yes perfect <laughs> um so we do have some awards to give out tab i knew you have a hard out do you think you'll be able to stick around for the list or you got to you got to cut it yeah okay we'll we try can, to we we, we can we're gonna try those. to get through these quickly yeah. Yeah, yeah so these are just some some stupid awards some of them are, are not <laughs> stupid but um some of them are just kind of silly don't yeah. please don't take our answers seriously we didn't think about these <laughs> too hard i don't think well, i i do <laughs> oh, or do take them very seriously. <laughs> and write to us at, <laughs> at com. <gmail.com>. I, <laughs> I put a lot of thought um, to this list. Same, okay. same. Okay. <laughs> there, yeah, there are a few that where I was like, do I? Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. So let's start with that then. We, we call it the Late to the Party Awards. So favorite games <laughs> from years past. I would say prior to 2020, because like you pointed out, Paul, the next generation, the current gen of consoles came out late 2020. So I feel like for a lot of people... They're getting to those games now, so those feel like twenty twenty one games, like you were pointing out. Um, so we're talking about like pre twenty twenty games, like old games that you just discovered just this year, um, but want to give a shout out to. So um, let's start with Tab. What you what you got?
1: Was this added to the list?
0: No, this has been on there. This is like one of the first things
2: on there. Senses.
0: Yeah. Oh
1: my god, I I, I can go first. If I you don't have one for this. Go for it. Okay.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> control. Oh, been, that that's year. your
0: before your eyes. You've been trying to get me to play. Yeah, that that's here.
2: that game is that game is something else. It's it is they like they they've been wanting to make Remedy's been wanting to make a Twin Peaks game for the longest time. And I feel like they did it with that game. Like they made Dang. a David Lynch ass video game. Um, that's not <laughs> what I was
0: thinking that game was. It's, I was imagining it's very actiony. But it's, it is, is it?
2: but it's it's also huh. mind fucky. Um, it's there's so much about that game just uh, level design level design is amazing in that game and just the sound stuff the acting everything in that game is great and the pacing is really good there are a couple parts that are just like really hard uh, a little unforgiving but you can you could you can chug through it and get past it and be fine with it but yeah that that game i i played specifically the uh the ps5 like upgrade. That they release okay. for free with PS Plus. And yeah, that game's great. I love that game. Okay. Cool.
0: I'll get around to it. Any other old old games?
2: Uh that I've been playing. Um technically. Shout out. Technically, it's not officially released. Uh it's still an alpha, but it's called Beam Drive. Um hmm. it's kind so of So it's a, not an old game? It it is an old game. Oh. That it's it's come out it they released it a while ago, but it's still technically an alpha. So that's why it's a kind huh. of a shout out. Um, it's basically, it's like a really physics heavy driving game. Uh, They do gotcha. really good at car modeling and stuff like that. It's just a good game to like just pick up, stick around in for a little while and then put down just if I want to like kill some time or just do some mind numbing. So, but cool. yeah, that's a, that's awesome. pretty much my list right there. So
3: Joey, oh,
0: or oh, late fine. to the party award
3: yeah well and i also i put because i added this this category and i also put oldies but goodies um i want to add tab i feel like on your behalf i want to add planet zoo because i know you played a lot of it (laughs) this year (laughs) um but my i have two picks for this um the first is hollow Knight, which i had heard a ton about but just had never had a chance to play it it makes me want to play metroid um the metroid series because i just yeah i love this game it's so awesome and, like, just beautifully designed, made by such a small team. Like, I can't remember how many people were involved, but it's ridiculous because it's <laughs> such a big game. Um, the Yeah, the combat's incredible. Like, all the platforming stuff is great. The art of it, like I, I said to you in a previous podcast, Joey, it's like H.R. Geiger meets, like, Over the Garden Wall. Like, it's such a wild combination, but it's so beautiful. I love it. So that's one of my picks. And then the Banner Saga, which uh, I'd heard a lot of great things about, but um, it's this incredible sort of choice-based RPG trilogy. Each entry is about 10 hours, and it is beautiful. It's one of the most gorgeous um, sort of games I've ever played. Like I, th- I think just the art design is great. The-, the combat, it's sort of like a turn-based grid system thing. It took me a while to learn, but once I did, I really, really liked it. And uh, yeah, just had an amazing time with it this year.
0: Is Hollow Knight, are, are Hollow Knight and Shovel Knight in the same? Are they are they in the same series? It's a, no, no, the no. Night series. Oh, interesting. I think I always get those two things confused. But I've heard a lot of. I had a a friend of yours, Ron. Um, oh God, what is his name? He, on Instagram, is it the Black Chest. I think he was at your wedding. We had a whole conversation about, I think Hollow Knight. He was like, "If you're into retro games, like Hollow Knight would be." He like kept pushing me to play it. I don't I know. I know if I know I this person. is my I wedding was, or Gary's cool. wedding?
2: Um, was it? Alex? I think it was your wedding. Yeah, was it he your was, wedding or Gary's? Wedding? Yeah, it was Gary's wedding.
0: Oh, okay, it was Gary's wedding. Um, regardless, my late to the party <laughs> games are Gary's friend. No, um. Uh, Super Metroid, I've mentioned before. I won't talk about that too much. I loved it for many of the same reasons that I love Metroid Dread. Star Wars Episode One Racer, though.
4: What? Mm.
0: What a fucking banger. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes. I was so confused. Yes! I, I got it on like a sale on PlayStation for like two bucks or something, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to play the opening level because I played that so much in Toys R Us at the kiosk, and I bought it for my N64, but I ended up not playing it very much because it was hard. That's I hilarious. beat that game on the PS4 because yes. it was like I was so. It's so
2: fun. I totally, just, yes. I totally forgot that they That's re-released great. that game. They That's why I was like really it. confused. Yeah, of like, wait, yes. you busted out your 64 and no, yes. <laughs> it's so
0: smooth too. And oh, it's good. Yeah, um, and the music and the yeah the music is so great. Um, Duel of the Fates playing while you're fucking divine for first. It was it was really good. Uh, And then Resident Evil Zero I played. I did a whole big blitz where I played a bunch of the old Resident Evil games because I was so kind of glowy in the wake of Resident Evil Village. And Resident Evil Zero was the first, was the only mainline Resident Evil game I hadn't played because I tried tried to play it twice and both times I fell off. But a beautiful game, the last of the like 2D, 3D um, uh, forced or uh, fixed perspective Resident Evil games. And yeah, I loved it. So... Those are my late to the party games. Tab, did you? Do you have anything, or do I don't? I don't want to pressure you. Yeah. You had Zoo Zoo Tycoon, right? You said Zoo that. Zoo Tycoon, that works. Yeah.
1: yeah. Awesome. Solid game. There's lots of DLC content. Um, if you like uh Zoo Tycoon, then it's definitely the game for you.
0: All right. Well, what about Hey, Good Looking? Best visuals <laughs> slash yeah. graphics. Forza. Oh shit! Okay. Forza. I shouldn't Horizon be too 5. surprised. Wow.
1: It's so pretty.
0: I've heard. Yeah. so pretty the environments and everything and they do the seasons in this one too right yes have you seen more than one season yet
1: not yet no oh
0: so is it winter now or is it like a cyclical like every <sighs> ron, two weeks or something ble-
1: you know I, I don't know i haven't checked okay. in on it in a little bit but i should
0: cool ron hey good looking
2: um are we sticking specifically like this year or nah, whatever i i would actually have to go take control because there were asked there were points in that game specifically, especially the PS5 version, running it in uh, the uh, quality mode. So it has mm. the, the quality versus uh, performance mode. Uh, quality adds all the RTX uh, lighting effects and stuff like that, which make it look great. It runs it at a solid 30 frames. Um, okay. But it looks like amazing. I actually, I kind of switched it to that first. It's, it defaults to performance mode, but I'm like, I want to see it, how it looks in quality because I got a PS5. I want to make it. I want to see how it looks. And I switched it to performance mode, which runs at a smooth sixty, but it gets rid of all the lighting effects. It looks like shit. Oh. And like, actually, <laughs> it takes me out of the game. Like that was one of one of the things. Wow. Like having like all these effects on, like, made me more immersed in the game. And yeah. um, trying to run it at like a you know a smooth sixty and like all that stuff like. Um that game just that game looks really good and sound and yeah, like visually, like the character design looks really good. It looks very there there are points of it where it looks pretty lifelike. They actually modeled the uh s- scanned the actress and all that stuff. Uh but hmm. there are points of it that like look pretty real and then it's got a good photo Dang. mode too. So
0: but cool. I would go for that. Definitely moving up my list. Paul, hey good looking.
3: Yeah, well, if anything, if anything, kind of goes, just what I played this year. Um, and I can't believe I didn't think of it until just now. But when you were talking, Ron, like uh, this triggered to me. Um, Spider-Man Miles Morales uh, That's was a beautiful incredible game. looking, and I played it for the first time on my PS5 this year. Yeah, and um, no, they have. For a while, they just had a performance mode or a quality mode. And I hope Control is able to do this, but eventually this came out with a mode that like bridged it with ray tracing and then it holds at 60 frames per second. And it looks, yeah, it looks awesome. It's just, it, the all the lighting effects are in it and stuff. It just, it looks glorious. It's really good.
0: I would second that the textures on clothing and stuff. Like when you're standing next to someone, there's so many different clothing textures. Yeah. Like there's sweat. There a spe- specific hoodie has a specific threading, which is over a shirt that has a different. Like it's it's amazing with the, te- the and the reflections off the floors. Yes.
3: Uh, and uh, and the metal too the and mm-hmm. how they do imperfections on metal which by the way is why demon souls is my initial pick for this because like yeah fuck like it just it looks so good and it's something you don't i never would have think, thought about until i saw it in a game and i was like wow yeah that looks amazing
0: yeah because it's hard to make it look like it's actually there like the imperfection like a little dent or a scratch and not just like a picture of it you know but i feel like that's where we've been moving so or smudges, um,
3: like oil like fingerprints and stuff, yeah. like you can yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Speaking of, same thing for me with Resident Evil Village, I know I'm sucking this game's dick, but like when you go into the you can look at the models, which I love when games have modes where you can look at figures and models outside of the game. And when you go into there and look, and the same thing with Resident Evil 2 remake and the new RE engine. It's the, like you said, the little imperfections, like little threads, you know, poking out or fingerprints or smudges or um, you can like in the leather of like a walkie talkie case on a hip. You can just see the the slightest imperfection in the manufacturing. And again, maybe it's cheating because maybe they like scan a picture of a real one in. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. It looks beautiful. Once again, Lady D looks beautiful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh yeah, so Resident Evil Village for me for Hey Good Looking. Best um, music you gotta you gotta dip. It's dip.
1: almost six thirty, so I do have to dip, but do okay. you want me to quickly share my picks? Or yes! you- yeah. Yeah. Let's go through this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, best so... music
0: soundtrack.
1: How did I when did I I like have the list, but I guess you added stuff. Um soundtrack. I think I have to pick um What's the game that I didn't finish, but you did, Joey. <laughs> Sona 5 Strikers. It, it won art um, design or art direction last night. Um, It's really stylized. <laughs> two oh, characters.
0: Man. It, takes
2: it takes two? two?
1: <laughs> no, uh, fuck.
2: Deathloop. It uh, takes two.
0: Deathloop. Deathloop. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. The
1: fucking music was great.
0: Yeah. It yeah. slapped. Um. It best hunk. So that's what I picked
1: uh Selene from returnal she's cute she's interesting and she wears cool spacesuits. oh shit okay Ooh, and nice. talk about like texture and attention to detail on her like helmet and the rest of her suit oh. really awesome um i did play with the uh the gender a little bit on the the two categories oh yeah that that's I, I love but, it yeah <laughs> best game babe back for blood tell boys come on what? Zapper? <laughs> got some anger issues, but they kind of cute, all right? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I love to your spray paint where they're spinning a basketball and I like yeah, to imagine yeah, <laughs> you know,
1: they're not all bad okay, most, most um, they do just want to hold you squeeze you they, do so. just hold you they just cuddle um, most annoying enemy Evangelo uh, <laughs> best... that was my joke <laughs> uh, best dressed agent 47 hmm? have you seen all his suits man? fucking fucking legit um regretfully backlogged game lost judgment um if you're not familiar with it it's the yakuza kind of spin-off detective game Mm -hmm. um i think it released in september does that sound right joey sounds right yeah um but i just haven't gotten around to it yet so yeah Yeah. and then is that uh you made a joke about uh, that was that was my joke. Allegations that, yeah. it's, it's just yeah, uh,
3: Activision, that Activision. Really
2: wins it, <laughs> so it's, it's, you don't have to yeah. come with them.
3: Yes, uh, I suspect they're gonna they're gonna sweep the uh, awards yeah. <laughs> for all of us tonight. Yeah, <laughs> a, a, th- the, <laughs> th- the category is worst response
2: to allegations of abusive misconduct, and why is it Activision? <laughs> and yeah. why is yeah. it Activision? <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, but thank but, you for oh, thank you. having me on. I'm sorry that I have to bounce. I have to go to an event on campus, but this has been a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: yeah thanks for, thanks for joining us. Thanks for sharing all your favorite games. I'm
2: legitimately hyped
0: about them. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Go have a good right. time. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Talk all to right, you later. We'll look,
0: Bye.
2: We can finish this out real quick. Yeah. I got to I got to dip out a little bit too. because You got to bounce some, too. I got to make okay. some dinner so we can, we can kind of, we can pound through this real quick. So all right,
0: do you want to bounce around or do you want to just, do you want to do your list too? Well, let's just do, yeah, like, do I think, you, I think yeah, we just
2: it. pound through the list and. Do it that way. Okay. Uh, that way we can go quick. Uh, best music and soundtrack. I don't know because I didn't play many games this year. So uh, Vice City. Vice City is a much better soundtrack than GTA Three. So let's just go with that one.
3: <laughs> All Ooh. right. Yeah. Um, I remember. So-
2: uh, Game Hunk. I'm gonna go with Hoffman against my better judgment.
3: Yeah. Didn't, wow. Didn't those dad
2: vibes. Um, yeah. Game Babe. I had I had one for it. Now I can't remember. Let me come back to that. Uh, most annoying enemy was just Back for Blood in general, besides Evangelo, because uh, that game just hates me. Um, <laughs> it hates all of us. Uh, best dressed, uh, the armor that I bought for the Back for Blood when I bought the hardened edition and got the oh uh, special... Son of a bitch. Oh, How you could you bring about? this up? <laughs> most annoying enemy. <laughs> <Ow>. Ron. <laughs> uh, worst response to allegations I... of abuse and misconduct, and why is it Activision? Activision. Uh, Oh uh, shit. Yeah. Didn't see that Stunner. coming. Did you? Um, and I regressively backlogged award. Um, it's a indie game called Calico. Um, it is a, a, community sim game where you are trying to rebuild a cat cafe in the town. Oh, um, it's $11. It's 12 bucks yeah. on itch and steam and stuff like that. Um, I, I bought it during one of their sales and I just haven't had a chance to sit down and play it. Um, I should just make time because it's not like it's an in-depth game or anything like that. Uh, shit, I wish I could remember what I had for Game Babe. Maybe you guys go and maybe I'll try to remember what it was.
3: Okay. Huh? Well, first of all, after that betrayal, Ron, I can see why you wanted <laughs> to go through the list so quickly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah okay. So we are, okay, music, um, soundtrack, I had Mass Effect, Legendary edition. So many bangers in there that I forgot about. Oh, yeah. The Galaxy menu music in particular. The... Mm-hmm. I can't even, like, uh, replicate it, but it's so good. Music in that game is amazing. So many earworms um, that are with me even now. All these For months sure. After playing it. Best... Um game hunk uh is uh, lt gray oh, you, from far cry 6
0: i knew um, it was, yeah that's my answer uh, too yeah yes yep. so
3: um all we can we can then we can yeah we could talk about the sale or you could you can sort of come back around with your own take on it but body chiseled out of granite um mm-hmm. low and the sexiest quality of all being incredibly nice to me in the game oh, yeah. <laughs> referring to me yeah i'm like everybody else everyone's so 6, mean yeah bunch of fucking assholes um sorry like they're complicated i guess yeah. whatever but, but yeah not altigree Tigre has a lot going on but calls me baby t is yeah. really helpful and friendly so yeah El Tigre, hands down game mm-hmm. hunk of the year um Game babe, it is a tie between the iconic uh Lady D who uh, has stolen Dear Joey's heart oh, yeah. and uh I love yeah, I love a tall vampire lady. Um but also Juliana from uh, Deathloop. She seems so cool. I mean, I was <laughs> hesitant to bring her in because I haven't played it yet, but she just seems so awesome. So I included her for that. Most annoying enemies, um, other than Evangelo, which is yeah, I'm glad that multiple people were thinking about him for this category. Um, I include from Back for Blood the uh, the wretches, which oh are the God. gigantic acid vomiting <clears throat> enemies that can hit you with acid from like I don't know two miles it's out, like distance. they are incredible, such a yeah. Yeah, and then you kill them and you're like, Thank goodness I killed them. And then they spew acid everywhere, you know, anyway. So three like more. no matter uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And they come in gangs and like they suck. And yeah, they are they are so bad. And like there are a ton of Back for Blood enemies that could have made this list, but yeah, the wretch is in particular terrible. Best dressed. Um not surprisingly I have a very specific outfit that is outfit of the year. Um it is the so, Rugami Armor from Ghost of Tsushima, the Iki Island DLC. It is cursed pirate armor. Um, it was like this pirate who had uh, a monkey, and he was just a terror, and his monkey ate the flesh of his victims. Oh, and it's, shit. So, it has this intense fucking metal backstory. So, right away, I'm in. Um, <laughs> you're, you're, it's classic samurai armor. Um, your, like, helmet has a giant, like, Japanese snow monkey on top of it, like, wow. like sitting on a branch. It is incredible. Incredible. Well done. And the specific variation, because Ghost of Tsushima, one of the main things I like about it is you can add a lot of different color palettes to it. And you can also, if you upgrade your armor, because it changes each time you upgrade it, but you're like, I liked how it looked, you know, in the previous, like, upgrade version of it, you can switch back to it. So... My pick for the Sarugami armor is the red dye that you get from the red dye merchant who you fight in this like cool tournament they have there. So you have to have that palette. And then the third version of the head, which has the aforementioned gigantic monkey on it looks so great. And then um, the armor from the first iteration of it, because it looks like classic samurai armor and it doesn't have a cape on the back which i love capes but i hate clipping and this cape likes to clip uh, a little oh, too much damn. for my liking so no capes yeah edna mo is from incredibles no <laughs> capes but uh yeah otherwise that's my my pick for the best outfit and then yeah worst response to allegations of misconduct uh you know there are a lot of you know people in the running but somehow i blizzard activision um has come out on top um, for so many all people the to reasons. choose from in that list, and
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: so many people, and yet, and yet, they 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 have they have beaten everybody else out, and then um, regretfully backlog this. This could be gigantic, but I'll narrow it down to Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I was so excited yeah. for this game to come out. It looks gorgeous. Um, a lot of people have been loving it, and just I haven't gotten to it. It sucks. So that's my my list.
0: Yeah, it's one of those games where on Black Friday I was looking for it for under whatever whatever like the cheapest price, which was I think forty five dollars. I was like, I don't have a lot of money right now, so forty five is still a little bit too high. But um, I imagine by the in the next year it'll go on sale. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to picking that one up. Um, for me, best music soundtrack. Uh, it sort of gave it away when Tab was going through trying to figure out the game that they started that I finished Persona Five Strikers. Again, Persona Five soundtrack is amazing. So a lot of the returning tracks are there, but then there's some new tracks that were real bangers. Um, so I love that soundtrack. Best game, hunk Paul, you stole from me, El Tigre. Like you said, <laughs> him like he would come in and be like, "Baby Tigre," and you know? every time I was like, "Oh, you know." At first, because everyone was so mean, I was convinced. This is slight spoiler only in that I'm going to say what doesn't happen. But like I was convinced, like something's gonna give like it's gonna be revealed that he's like using me or something and it didn't he's just a he just he wants he wants you to be his like protege and i really loved that relationship in part because of that because i needed that because everyone even when they were like wow you're such a badass you're so cool they also would like shit on you you know and and so having him there was just so great best game babe yep lady alcina dimitrescu um and I love the again, so I give credit to both the face and the voice model. So the face model is a Polish model. Um, I'm forgetting her name now, I have her on Instagram, but she has really embraced the Lady D thing and she posts in cosplay and she does signings and stuff. She went and bought the game in full Lady D cosplay, it was really cool. Um, and then Robbie, Robbie, <laughs> um, Maggie Robertson, who's combining her names, One the Game Award for Best uh, uh, Voice Acting, Best Performance, and her performance, of course, just brings that character model to life, and she's really great. And so, yeah, sexy, tall vampire lady. She owns a giant mansion, so she's obviously pretty wealthy. Please just take me in. Um, (laughs) Most annoying enemy, Bobby Kotick. I'm glad no one stole my joke. (laughs) Uh, But... My legitimate answer, Paul, you also stole Wretch from Back for Blood. <laughs> I guess if you stole that, I'll switch it to the Wall Baby, which, oh, what is the yeah. fucking name? Ron, you- Sleepers? Sleepers. Sleepers, you're yeah. Sleepers, yeah. Uh, man, you think you're looking for them. You think you know where they are, and every fucking time, and if no one's around you, you're like, if I'm just going to sit here and let this little Wall Baby pound on me. It's terrifying. <laughs> um, best dressed uh, armor outfit. Uh, Samus Aran's power suit so again like I shouldn't be surprised by how much I I love it because I've seen it you know seen its many iterations over the years but there's something about starting in your like default uh, armor and then every time you get an upgrade it switches the armor a little bit like it'll switch the color palette or something or the function and I just love it it feels so solid but so versatile I mean she can curl up and do a little ball and like roll through things and drop bombs it's it's amazing like i was constantly thinking like how the fuck does this work but i think there are diagrams that show how it would so i just yeah i I love the power armor um and then worst response to allegations of abuse misconduct and why it's activision actually i'm going to break with the pack a little bit and say blizzard activision um Oh wait, you guys—is that what you guys said? Yeah. So yeah, it's Activision. <laughs> it's Activision. Um, re- regret, I oh, can speak. Regretfully, backlogged award. <laughs> um, regretfully, backlogged award. Tales of Arise. Mm. I played the first two Tales games. I loved them, but then I didn't play the many entries that came out after that. But I heard mixed things about them and then Tales of Arise came out and it seems like everyone loved it. It won the best, best RPG or RPG of the year at the game awards. And I, I own it. I bought it. And so I'm like uh, itching to play it, but it's a big RPG. And so it's one of those where it's like, I have to be ready for it because I know it's going to consume me. So yeah. Wow. All right. All well, right. good. That was an episode. Thank yeah. you guys. Oh. for joining. <laughs> <laughs> wait what what did i miss (laughs) oh
3: nothing what anyway oh that that was an episode (laughs) um oh oh, yeah uh, yeah i got right yeah you get yeah no this was
0: an episode this was an actual episode this was amazing Um, i'm so glad i don't know when we'll all four be together again i know holidays traveling family stuff um we do have an episode coming up i think with the three of us actually where we're going to go through like Christmas memories, like Mm -hmm. video game gifts that we got, nerd nerdy kind of gifts that we got um, any kind of video game. It's going to be the podcast equivalent of that Nintendo 64 gif or like YouTube video from back in the day. Um, And so look forward to that. And like, yeah, like I said, we're going to try to keep a schedule throughout the holidays, but we'll, we'll see. I don't know who's going to be on what we're going to be talking about, but thank you so much for listening um we can find you can find us at i'm on twitter at lost for Man, tabs on twitter at random Mox ron's on twitter at big bad ron uh instagram handsome boy frank for his kitty not big bad ron for him uh and then you can email us at pretty pixels podcast at gmail.com feel free to gently and respectfully critique some of our picks again very subjective just our favorites but if you want to share your favorites or any thoughts that you have about 2021 Uh, the year in gaming please do so outside of that thank you so much for listening and we'll we'll talk to you next week
3: and don't forget to download Thronebreaker and download Thronebreaker yeah play it with your family Bye. bye